Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. People, we are here today with an amazing guest. Actually, guest, guest episode. Yeah, it is a guest episode. And, and actually, Billy, you requested this like a while ago when the podcast started when we oh, yeah. announced it and you literally was just like roadhouse and it was like well when we do Hell it yeah. we're calling billy we're getting up here and we're here with our friend our longtime friend here billy My- billy delia there in north carolina right now yep i'm in raleigh north carolina you are. Oh my God! This is a this is a podcast all this over. Pos- this pack podcast goes all over the United States. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Billy, how are you doing, man? Doing good, man. Happy to be here discussing, uh, you know, one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> you know, you guys, both of you guys, might actually hate me on this episode. Oh but, man! But, uh, yeah, oh, man. Steve's gonna love this episode because I'm gonna. Fuck you. I, I got some arguments here. Right. I'm sure you can make them. Yeah. I, I'm not going to agree with you, but you can make them. Yeah, no. I just finished watching this movie about a half hour ago. Oh, like an hour nice. ago around like, And I couldn't, one, just like Point Break, I could not believe that this was a two-hour film. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> First of all, Dan, did we even talk about what, we, what we're doing? Did, well, yeah, we're doing. You didn't do, you didn't do the introduction. Come on. Yeah, Roadhouse. Well, yeah, we're doing Roadhouse. And I'm going to give you some Roadhouse. Oh, you see, I almost read the description for what is quite possibly the greatest thing I've ever found. Uh, but we're doing Roadhouse, <laughs> 1989 American action film directed by Rowdy Harrington and starring Patrick Swayze as a cooler at a newly refurbished roadside bar who protects a small town in Missouri from a corrupt businessman. Sam Elliott co-stars as a bouncer, the mentor friend, and foil of Swayze's character. The cast includes Kelly Lynch as Swayze's love interest and Ben Gazzara as the main antagonist. And a whole bunch of other people. I mean, Terry Funk is in this movie, which is hilarious to me. This movie was budgeted at $15 million in 1989, and it made $30 million. So, you know. Wait, wait how much? 30. And it was budgeted at what? 15. Jeez. And it was considered a flop. This was considered a flop. Yeah, it definitely really? was considered a flop. Oh, yeah, dude. This was considered yeah. his flop because this was after Dirty Dancing. And uh, they thought he was going to yeah. like, and Dirty Dancing killed it. Like he. Yeah, because that was what, 87? Um, yeah, hold on. Like, so yeah, one that's second, a Dan, got that's that a Dan question. But yeah, so like they were like, this, they thought this was going to like be, be as good, well, as well received, and uh. it wasn't. Yeah, and uh, it was considered a flop, but then got like cult standings later on. Just like I'm sure why you love this one. I'm gonna admit this is actually the first time I've watched it in its entirety. Is this like an I've, HBO plug in and out? Like you know, oh, yeah. I'll watch 20 minutes yeah. here, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, all have but, those movies we've done that with. That's yeah, and, but I've always heard over. about this movie through yeah. other people. Like people mm-hmm. like, oh, Roadhouse, oh, Roadhouse, 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 and like people would quote it, and I was like. Yo, I don't get it. Why is this movie like I've never seen it? And I was like, holy 80s fuck. This okay, is... that's exactly what I said. But yeah, it's the culmination is... of the 80s. It's 89. It's every yeah. ridiculous fucking thing about the 1980s oh. in one film. And oh like Wild Wild West. Like, yes. what? Where does this all happen? Like, Missouri. I know this is Missouri, but I'm like thinking like, 
right? Right from the start, there's knives. Why do every, why does everybody have a knife in Missouri? Yeah, well, everyone has a knife, and they all bring it to a bar. It's like hanging out with Dave. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! But the funny thing is, the opening scene—I didn't know where that bar was. Right? Oh, it's in New York. It's in Queens, I think. But that's the weird thing. It's in Queens, and I'm like, "Where in Queens is this?" Yeah, like, yeah. I've never <laughs> been anywhere in Queens unless it was Long Island City, because that was a cesspool. It, it's quite possible, um, right? So yeah, Dirty Dancing came out in '87, but and this came out in '89. And it was definitely Long Island yeah. City because that's where cocktail was. You this know, is cocktail where, too. Where his brother? <laughs> that was the too. uncle's bar. That was the yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what's funny? Red Dawn came out in 1984. So Patrick Swayze was in a big, I mean, Red Dawn, 1984, 1987, Dirty Dancing, 1989, Roadhouse. And then he goes from Roadhouse to like Next of Kin, which is 1989. Then he does. Oh, that's Ghost. a terrible movie. <laughs> but yeah, but then he does Ghost. Just like this one is. And Ghost yeah. is amazing. But then he you does know- Point Break. Right after that, which is he he really picks interesting characters. So like, wait, do you know why he does Ghost? Yeah, because he got he hurt. got hurt filming this film. Oh really? Because he yeah. actually him and the uh, the guy with the pool cue. Oh yeah, yeah the the, the yeah the, the that, that dude. Those those that two he got loved each other's. <laughs> those two reality. loved each other's fighting abilities and they, their conscious their love for the art. That they loved, uh, they wanted to all do this their own stunts. Yeah, and he actually got beat up in one of the stunts. Hurt himself so bad he was supposed to be in Tango and Cash, got written out of Tango and Cash, and instead got put into Ghost because he couldn't do any action. Oh wow! And then that ended up being like the best choice because he fucking killed it in Ghost. Then he went right to be in Tango and Cash. Then who was he supposed to be? Um, fucking uh, Kurt Russell. Probably got um, the hair. Probably, I would say. <laughs> what I think he, of the oh, hair. he was supposed to be. Where's it? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. The hair too, Dan. Exactly. Yeah, you know? he couldn't have been the Stallone part. No, right? God, no, no, he was supposed so. to be Cash. So I don't know who Cash. That doesn't mean Russell. anything to I me. I think that's Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine so that says, movie with Stallone and Swayze. Jesus, Gabriel, oh, Gabriel no. Cash in Tango and Cash, and Mike in Predator Two. So he was supposed to be oh, both Predator Two, another terrible oh, film. Oh man, that movie was terrible. Oh, I mean, God. let's let's talk about just the overall concept of this movie and how ridiculous. It is. Like, he's a fucking world-renowned cooler. Like, <laughs> okay. what the fuck? Who writes this script and is like, "All right, it's about a world-renowned cooler," and they're like, "Yes, here's fifteen million dollars. Please make this film." <laughs> That's what, what I want to know. I want to like, know. The, I want to be in the pitch room and be like, "Okay, here's the here's the premise. He's a cooler." Perfect. Here's fifteen million dollars. What? Yeah. I would be like, first. I would be like, wait. Question one: What's a cooler? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. What the exactly. fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, you know. Yeah. I was like, so he's the guy that checks my ID. This is the movie, the ID guy. Like you're making a movie around the ID guy. Like get the fuck wait, out of here. He's like so much more than that because he like he like basically sets up the guy's like business. Forget about the bouncing <laughs> part of it. He's like telling them to get rid of the bout the bartender, get rid of the waitress, this and yeah. that. He's like Stop managing the place. He's not yeah. just the cooler. First of all, the cooler, like I thought it was like a gambling term, like when you send somebody over and like yeah, they, when yeah, the table they, is hot, yep. you like send over the cooler. Send over the loser, yeah. 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 So like yeah. but the opening right off the opening scene, we go into this like I thought it was a rodeo, but it it was more like a Studio 54. So now that you're saying it was Manhattan or New York, I get it. But then, like, 
what what is the guy doing with a knife playing with the chick and like then like kicks her kicks her right between the legs dude women got hit like, in yeah, the oh, yeah oh yeah there, there was no problem with women violence in the 1980s no. very prevalent throughout this yeah yeah I, I could not believe it. First of all, though, like as soon first of all, already had a better soundtrack than Point Break immediately. Oh, as soon as it opened. Yeah. Oh, that has soundtrack. Better soundtrack. Yeah. But yeah, she stabs a hundred dollar bill. With a knife, by the way. Another They're knife. not that great at bouncing if there's no what one... they didn't like <laughs> pat people back. Missed the knife. They just had <laughs> Sorry, guys. Knives. Sorry, that knife. <laughs> yeah, and then he kicks that woman in the stomach. And then they take him out. But the best part, one of the lines, there was a great line as they were going through the bar. This guy throws an American Express down. And he goes, put it on some gold plastic. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck was that? And, and did, you, did you notice the dancing that was going on? It was all oh, it was gyrating terrible. dancing. Yeah. They're all like, like, where are these extras coming from? None of them had to have any skill in dancing. They were just no, like, no. you know, we're going to pay you guys like $25 each. Yeah. You're just going sit to ar- sit around at a club yeah. and just terribly. I mean, maybe they were literally at a club and they, they just, just film sh- people showed how bad white people. Everyone's that everyone's that drunk and thinks they're dancing awesome. And like, oh, the, all these people look like jackasses. It yeah. actually looked like the club in Wayne's world. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Where, you're right. where yeah. God kills the guy. Yeah, yeah we're right. Somebody <laughs> he cattle prodded a human being in that movie. They didn't have the cooler back then. No, so, like, that's no, really no. Cool. Dal- that's Dalton would not have got... let him in. Yeah. No, you know who the cooler was in Wayne's World? It was Meatloaf, another terrible cooler. So there you go. <laughs> he anything. He let a guy in with a cattle prod. <laughs> but, but like, well, we don't know the backstory going in. It's like, all right, so you see this guy, Frank, that owns a double deuce, comes to this club looking for Dalton. Like, how the fuck does he hear about him? Like, that's right away. You're like, he's like, oh, I heard you're the best. And it's like, how the fuck? Do, where did you hear this? Is there like yeah. an underground? It's before the Internet. Like, so yeah. is there just an underground network where people know who the best fucking cooler in the world is? Like, I'm not aware of this underground bar owners network. It's just a yeah. weird concept. Yeah. Like, what are they letter writing to each other? Or like, on the <laughs> this guy's like, great. And of course, <laughs> like, Dalton, he's from Missouri. Oh, first name, Dalton. And he's from like a little town in Missouri. How does this yeah. guy afford Dalton? Like Dalton's yeah. in the Manhattan. Like yeah. at that time, that was like high end saloon. Day. Yeah, a saloon. No, yeah, saloon, cocktail <laughs> saloon. But did you hear how much money he said? Which like he's like asking him how much he's like uh, uh, five thousand up front, five hundred dollars a night, pay all medical expenses. And the guy's like, okay. I'm like, wait a second, that's. 1989 he was almost getting paid maybe 20 grand a month like 15 to 20 grand like the first month would have been twenty thousand dollars if he's working every night which he probably was going to oh yeah obviously yeah so he's gonna get twenty thousand dollars in 1989 dollars the first month like yeah from a guy who has a bar in missouri but how many days is he there for (laughs) you're also forgetting the fact that as they're having this conversation he's self-stitching up his fucking arm that slashed him with the knife (laughs) because remember the woman's the one that slashed him with the knife which makes sense once again she (laughs) just got kicked in the stomach by this asshole and then he goes to throw him out and she turns on slashes dalton (laughs) he gets gets stabbed shot and slashed not a facial expression nothing he it's like he doesn't have pain i think he's a superhero we don't know this because because he has like not his body is numb to pain because he doesn't react to any 
anything. And then they had that stupid joke, that uh, that running joke, and you know they probably did this on purpose, was like, I thought you'd be bigger. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the the whole time is that he's a smaller guy because someone probably was like, we're going to have Patrick Swayze be a bouncer. And they're like, yeah, so how are we going to explain that? (laughs) Well, everybody could just say, like, I thought it would be bigger, you know? Yep. Yeah. Like, we've only seen him do pirouettes. Like, we're going to have to explain this, like, really well. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's all we've done. Red Dawn, I mean, okay, but no one remembers that. It's 1989, five years from then. Like, yep. He's only been dancing. So now we have, to, we have to really explain this. Like, but he's Rambo-style stitching himself up. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, he doesn't actually need the $500 for medical expenses. That knife was Good sharp. Job. Did you see that cut? It's like it's, it's, cut. Like, it's like, perfectly oh. clean. Yeah, perfectly clean. It opened up like an Easy alien stitching. was out of there. Dude, and like, nobody else is helping him. Like he's no. a lone shark. Like he just goes by himself. Like he sets up these guys. And don't you think like he would have made friends with one of the people that like he was bouncing with? No. And they would be like, dude, let me help you out. Yeah, I got that, bro. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do it by yourself not. in the back room. Yeah, yeah, and, and the boss that he's like working at that place just comes in later after, yeah, and he's like, You're right, oh, you know, Studio 54 is all yours. And he's like, What you're leaving me alone with this? And he's like, Shit. I'm done, I'm he's done. out of here. Shit. Like, what it's like, he is like a sheriff in a western that goes from town to town, yeah, and cleans it yeah. up and leaves because then he gets his Mercedes Benz. He puts on, first of all, Patrick Swayze wears white a lot in this film. And if you're yeah. a bouncer, there's yeah. blood and dirt everywhere, like. The, 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 he should have forgotten the, like the medical expenses. He should have been asked for dry cleaning because no, every- he, a lot of his money went through these awesome shirts. And one of the shirts that he had on looked like a gi. A gi. Yes, I wrote that like- down. Yes. I wrote it down. I'm yes. like, why is he yes. wearing a karate gi as a shirt? <laughs> it's, when, yes. it's later when he goes into uh, Reds for the first time. It's a karate gi shirt. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like, this guy's just wearing this like normally, like. You know, yeah. walking down the street like in oh, Missouri. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Let's talk about the fact that he he is set up. He's working in New York at this big ass club, and this guy comes from bumfuck middle of nowhere and is like, "Hey, man, you want to come work in fucking Missouri?" And he's like, "Let's do it, bro. Sign me up." <laughs> Let's yeah. do it, bro. What and kind then of he just play? gives his car to the homeless guy before jumping in his Mercedes. He's like, yeah. Here, keep it. That guy was in Weird Science. He was in uh, the bar. He was in a bar scene when they first made the woman in weird oh, science really? and he goes his line in weird science he's sitting there with a cigar in his mouth and he goes drink it that's his line i think in weird science and that's it and that and then here really he's on the street and he goes here keep it uh like this guy is like <laughs> he's cleaning up dude he's such a nomad because well it just so happens that that guy comes and offers him a job the day he's planning on leaving or is he he just like knows when it's time to go I think he's just like, fuck this place. I just got stabbed or like, I, I don't know. Like, no, because just... like his thing, even when he tells this, I don't even know the owner's name. The I think it's uh, Frank. Is that what it is? I wrote it down. Hold on. Let's see. I think it's, I don't know. But he looks like a maniac. Uh, he like, looks uh, insane. And he's guy. a terrible fucking boss. He's yeah, terrible. Is Frank, that guy. Yeah. He, yeah. So Frank, he tells Frank, like, once I'm done. Yeah. Like yeah. it's all your like I'm, I'm yeah. there for this this long and then I'm, no, out. I'm out. So this guy like doesn't get attached to any any place that he works for apparently. No, it just so happens that we're we're now watching the one place that he fucking does because I don't know how, but yeah. it just happens. But I love how he explained the place to him and he totally was into it. Like Patrick was like, yeah, sure. He goes, 
now it's the kind of place they sweep up the eyeballs after closing. And then Patrick's <laughs> like, sign me up. Let's go. It's like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Eyeballs. <laughs> Why isn't that place closed down? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you know how he found out. Now I remember the lead singer and guitar player, the blind guy. Why the fuck him. does Jeff Healy know he, him? He knows him. From some other shit. From playing at another bar. Yeah. This guy's a traveling musician. Yeah, because what does he say? He's like, if you thought that place we worked in, blah, 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 was bad, this place is 10 times worse. Yeah. Something, yeah. something like that. And I was yeah. like, I, I So apparently the blind guy only goes to shitty fucking places. Well, maybe, that's how, maybe that's how Frank found out about Dalton is the blind guy told him about it. Maybe that's how it is. Yeah, I didn't think it, about maybe that. Maybe the blind guy is his pimp. And he, oh. like, he gets <laughs> new jobs. Just goes and to the shitty like, bars around the country. He he's just like, goes to the shitty bars and he's like, Hire my go friend get Dalton. This guy, Dalton. Get this guy, Dalton. <laughs> He'll fucking make everything better. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> Dalton. Dude, Dalton. happened the first, like, like, cause you know, he leaves New York, he drives out there, and when he first pulls up at the bar, like, the, my first thought was, how does anyone that owns this shithole, like, even, like, have the money to fly to New York, let alone pay this guy's fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. salary? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, dude, it's like a bar. Like I'd be like, yeah, keep, keep fucking driving. I'm not going yeah. to this place. Dude, did you see that place? I We've been into some weird bars. I think yeah. I say, like, we've been into yeah. bars. Like, it's kind of questionable. Yeah. I saw this. I was like, people look like they were doing heroin in the corner yeah. of this bar. I was just oh, like, that's they, what they were. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they bought it from that bartender that was selling it, that chick. Yeah, oh exactly. My God. That First of all, was there was a God. gate in front of the stage. Yeah. In the opening scene. Just like they're a- throwing they're throwing this this is why I was crazy about this movie. Like it's just like <laughs> like crazy like, on a movie that they I mean a, a bar they've been to? Like they be people were beating the shit out of each other. As soon as he walks in, yeah. As soon as he walks in, people beating each other. They're throwing bottles at the band, and the band's just like blind blind guys just playing along, getting fucking sprayed by beer and stuff like that. And like, the the it looks like a high school slash auditorium slash like what what high school did you go to? (laughs) There's a part where it looks like the part. The part where the boss's like um, offices oh, reminds yeah. me yeah, of yeah, like yeah, yeah. some like going up to like uh, you know the principal's office or somewhere like in in like a uh, in like city guys. Then yeah, Oh my god! This is why I wrote like I said from the first moment we see this bar it appears people only come to this bar to fight. Do bars <laughs> even exist like this? What the fuck is this? Like That's I, all they did. <laughs> That's he walks in there's people fighting and Diamond Dallas Page works there. <laughs> yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. I was like, what the f-? it was distracting. I was like, oh god, this guy. As soon as he walked into that bar, you're right, they started fighting and he yep. just stands there. And he's just like, yeah. yeah. Did you hear what they said mm. when they first um when he first gets there with the car? There's like this one guy who mumbles, he's like what the uh, Detroit's not good enough for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something like that because he's in a Mercedes. Which yeah. then this is why he does this all the time, obviously, because he gets the shitty car. Yep. He goes to the, the shitty car and gets tires right away. That was hilarious. Like, he just like sets himself up, like knowing what, what's gonna happen. I love that part. I mean, that was actually a running gag throughout the whole film that I thought was amazing because Where they like, keep fucking his car. Oh yeah. my god, when he had to like pull the stop sign out of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Oh my god, I love dude, that part. He's like the Zen Buddhist. Like, I feel like he brought this character to Point Break. 
Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's yeah. like, there's that scene, which we'll get to, that I'm just like, why is this in here? Why are we watching this? <laughs> One of yeah. my favorite scenes. <laughs> yep. My favorite part of that scene is the farmer's reaction. Yep. He's like shocked or if he wants to fuck him. Because he's like Or both, man. Oh yeah. my god. Dude, first there's another great line in that bar. Like that woman who what was her the someone one woman walks up to the uh, bar and she goes, Hey, vodka. Oh, she orders a vodka oh, rocks. Yeah. The guy next to her, who I thought was a guy from Ghost that teaches Patrick Swayze how to like throw stuff and punch people. I was like, Oh was yeah, it kind of looks like yeah. Hey, vodka rocks. What do you say we get nipple to nipple? I'm like, what? <laughs> well, but you missed. Did you hear her response to that? She goes, I can do that myself. Yeah. <laughs> but first, what is that chick doing in that bar? Like, it's what like are any women doing like, in this bar. It, yes, that's a good question. But it's like a total <laughs> shithole. People are fighting. And here's this like hot chick wearing like a small white dress. I'm like, this this one thing does not belong here. And it's no. her. No, no. Yeah. It yep. makes no sense at all. And You're instantly Dawn walks chick, in right? and she wants to fuck him. Like, instantly. Yeah, immediately. Like, yeah. Immediately. Immediately. And yeah. that she, girl, she, actually, doesn't look, she doesn't look like she's part of that whole crew. Anyone there. She's no, like, not like at all. She's she looks like they anybody. pulled her from, like, Playboy in 1989 and threw her into the <laughs> Probably yeah. what they did. Yeah, they yeah. weird scienced her. They, she, like, jumped out of a mm-hmm. magazine. They just threw her in that film because I was like... <laughs> First of all, I think I'm going to go back to the original question. Why are there any women in this bar? Yes, this is a very... dangerous place for any woman. Because <laughs> and then a dangerous a... place for anybody. For anyone. <laughs> Unless you're Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> First of all, that actress actually was in Point Break also. Oh, she, was she? She's the girl who beats the shit out of Keanu Reeves. She's naked in the shower when they do that, um, when they go through that house. Where oh, the, my God. She's the one that's screaming the whole time? And she beats the shit out of Keanu Reeves naked. That is the same actress. That's funny, man. Dude, she's had an amazing career. An amazing career. She's like stunt coordinator now and does all these amazing things. She's oh wow. Amazing. But then there's that weird waitress that comes out of like nowhere. The the brunette one who's like Uh, like she was she's from Gilmore Girls, I think, as well. Well, Yeah, you're like and he's and he's like, please stop fucking talking to me. Like Like it's his vibe right away, and she's not picking up on it at all. No. You but she's like the yes. comic relief. Is that what it is? Like a, maybe, bro. Because like she know. comes and gives him coffee. Yeah, that was with a shitty donut. Like, yeah. Why does she know where I, he lives? I, yeah, that was also was creepy. crazy. Yeah, I didn't scene, get that, and I didn't I, get, I didn't, get yeah. their reaction together. I was like, what was the point of her? Maybe I think the whole point of that was to see Patrick Swayze's ass, which yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> because the best part is like she walks up there and he goes, "Oh shit," and then he gets. Like she doesn't, he doesn't want her there. So he's like, "Let me just get out of bed. I'm naked. Here's my ass. No underwear. Puts pants on. First of all, no one is wearing underwear in this film. Nope. He's not wearing underwear. Sam Elliott's not wearing. Nope. Underwear. You see a full pube shot from <laughs> Sam Elliott later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shot. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no. I'm like, you just don't throw jeans on. <laughs> it doesn't feel. It doesn't even comfortable. I'd be like, no. oh man, the zipper is chafing. Yeah. And isn't is didn't terrible. someone become shirtless at one point? There was like shirtless people at the bar. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Guy, just shirtless. Yeah, just like dude, just no shirt. Yeah. There was a shirtless <laughs> no shirt. guy at the bar dancing. Yes, you're right. Yep. And then there was the other guy who said to the other two weirdos, like, hey, you have 20 bucks to kiss my like girlfriend's yeah. boobs. Yeah. And all he does is he grab- Oh, and he has like the most awkward grabbing. Oh. Like he's just like, there's some problem. I'm like, is this the first time this man's ever touched breasts? 
well, there was a problem, and then he's like, he didn't have twenty dollars, and then yeah. there was a fight. Like, <laughs> well, but then you guys know that this is the only like this is the first five minutes of what yeah, this, this is five minutes, minutes into, into the, the movie. Yeah, this is literally like not even ten minutes into. I actually, yeah, I'm noticing now, Manny. I have in my notes. Why is there a dude dancing with no shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> and also, do you notice when he says Dalton? It's like how like. Bond, James Bond. Like, yeah, it's how he says that. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Dalton. People are like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like everyone's all, heard of this motherfucker. All the guys, even, all the, even this, the, is like, this is like over the top, where everyone hears of arm wrestlers. Like, no one knows any arm wrestlers. This is literally like over the top in that way. Where it's like, oh, Dalton. All the bouncers there, like, know him. Like, oh, Dalton. It's like, that's Dalton. Hey, do you know that's him? It's like, yeah. And then Jeff Healy has to be like, his name is Dalton. It's just like good, and he was like, "Look, pissed." He's like, "Why the fuck did you say that, bro?" Like, don't do that. <laughs> well, but then when the fight breaks out, it's not like just a fight. The bouncers themselves destroy the entire fucking bar. Like, <laughs> the bouncers are responsible for destroying the bar. They break all the tables. They're fucking throwing people into bottles. It's like, wait, aren't you supposed to get them out of the bar, not destroy the place? And Jeff Healy's still playing. Like, yeah, <laughs> and Dalton's just standing there watching. Yeah, he's just like drinking coffee. Well, he didn't get paid yet. Like, yeah, he was just, just watching. He's just observing. assessing the situation. Yeah, he's like, this is what I do. And the boss, like, you would think the boss would be like, yo, I fucking paid you a deposit. Like, what the fuck? Asshole. You're not doing anything right he, was, now. he walks out. Like, I think he just walks out or something. Yeah. Just, I think he's there because then I wrote, I wrote down, this is a great one-liner. Uh, Dallas Diamond Page goes up to him and says, after the fight, when he didn't get in, he says, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but you don't look like much to me. And he says, opinions vary. <laughs> like, what is that? Who even says that line? What? <laughs> like, that's like, you know, there's so many oh lines in this movie God. where you're like, who the fuck would even say that? Dude. Yeah. They, they, somebody calls somebody a peckerhead. Another time they're like, they're, they're in the urinal. And someone's like, I got to drain the main vein. I'm like, uh, Jeff, why are you even saying all this? Who says this? Why, why are these sayings just coming out of here? Another woman gets punched during that, during that fight, though. She breaks a bottle over a guy's head. And then a guy just decks her in the face. I'm just like, <laughs> what is happening? Well, how about the guy that's just laughing like a maniacal jackass at the bar oh, and then God. takes a fucking bottle to the face? I thought that was Randy Quaid. I was like, is that Randy Quaid? Uh, it looked like Randy Quaid for a second. That would have been a good cameo if it was. <laughs> Everyone, oh. and then again, I think a knife comes out. Yeah, of course. People just have knives. Yeah, they just that's have what people do in, in Missouri, I guess. And <laughs> and like Patrick Swayze smoked more cigarettes than I've ever fucking seen somebody smoke. I mean, I understand yeah. in the '80s and '90s, like cigarettes was part of being in a movie, but I'm like, this dude was just smoking cigarettes all the time. I think well, that's what he did smoking. in real life too. He yeah. was like, I, I think he. Uh, that's why he he died from pancreas cancer because I think yeah. he smoked three packs a day for like twenty years. Yeah, got it. So yeah, I, it was probably just him. Yeah, but like you know that scene where he gets out of the bed and his ass is hanging out. First thing he does is grab his Marlboro Reds and light up. <laughs> yeah, they should have just took a picture and be like Marlboro Reds, like you know. Patrick Swayze's ass. <laughs> Flavor mornings. This is like Patrick Swayze's ass. Like I'm just like. Uh. Oh, dude, even when I used to smoke, I can't even imagine just like waking up and literally the first thing you do is be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, not oh, even a, not even water. No water. Oh, yeah. Anyone drink any water in this. Oh. No, no, he not at all. Black coffee and smoked marble reds. Dude, and like, he no never drank. He only drank when his friend showed up. Did yep. you notice like he yeah. always asked for coffee and yeah. only only was drinking when his friend and like when he he was with the doctor. 
But like, they actually asked him, I couldn't believe that he did all these scenes because they said that at one point he commented that he didn't think he was going to live through the movie. Yeah. And making the movie. Because he was just getting his ass kicked the whole time. I know. He gets his ass kicked like Rocky. Like, I mean, he takes a beating. I was it's just like, he got sliced shot, the first man. two minutes in the movie. He yeah. gets sliced open. <laughs> sliced open. There must be glass in everyone's drinks, too, because, like, there's glass everywhere. There's no way anyone's washing anything there. People are drinking glass shards. Like, it's gross. That whole place is more than gross. Like, Dude, the, yeah. the, the original tagline to this movie was going to be, the dancing is over, now let's get dirty. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, my God. See, you could only do stuff like that in the eighties. I feel like no. That- if you did that, yeah. If you did that now, people be like, nah, bro, no, nah. nah, bro, you can't do yeah, that because because you were going to see a movie because of the. I mean, they still do this now, but you're really only going to see those movies back then because of who was in it, right? Yep. Like they yeah. made the movie based on the, the movie star. Now it's like even with like all right, you know, Iron Man. Yeah, you, you know who it is, but like people still like that character of Iron Man. Like, back then, it was like, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves. I'll yeah, watch whatever piece Wood. of shit this is. You know, like, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Cocktail. Like, yeah. it always was the character, the per, the superstar's name first, and then the movie's title. Like, there was yep. never, it's never like the movie title first. It's yep. like, yeah, you watch whatever piece of shit it is because it's Patrick exactly. Swayze. Well, know? as soon as I saw Patrick Swayze, what, you know, to me, knowing Patrick Swayze was in this film, to me, that was point one. I was just like, sold. I'm here. I'm here to watch yep. this. The same thing with like, you know, Point Break. As soon as I, I when the first time I ever saw Point Break, I was like, Swayze's in this shit. Fuck. Let's fucking yeah, let's watch check it out. Dude, he killed Keanu, him and in, Keanu Reeves. In Point Break. He loses his mind in Point Break. Well, he kind of loses his mind in this too. Dude, he oh, is boy. a Zen master in this. Like he is more in tune with everything in this film. Like I, I, I don't know. Like, you know. But well, we want to talk about 10 minutes of the film, all right? Yeah, I mean, what's well, well, you know, you see that whole opening scene, he goes to the bar, blah, blah, blah. Now he needs to find a place to live. And he just happens to find a place that's right across the river from the main bad guy in the film. Yeah. Like, how fucking convenient is that? Yeah. Like, well, really, the town is like five houses. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, it's well, like Fairfield Avenue in Mineola, man. He, like, that's the fucking town. That's, that's <laughs> it. I mean, the guy owns the whole town. I mean, yeah. look how excited he, he is. He's excited that J.C. Penny is coming. I mean, when oh, he yeah. I know that, that part is great. Yeah, he's like, we <laughs> got a J.C. Penny. That's me. It's like, ooh, Penny. He's like, what? Are you kidding me, Bengazera? And Bengazera <laughs> is the fucking villain in this. Give me a goddamn break. Yeah. Like, that was hilarious. He's very intimidating. Like, why didn't someone just punch him in the face and take over the town themselves? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about the ending because at the end of this film, I was like, oh. they should have just done this shit in the beginning. Why did they go higher? It's Jasper, Kansas City, Missouri. Like, you're gonna get away with murder. No one gives a fuck. Like, th- no one cares, right? Did anyone look up if Jasper, Missouri, is a real place, or is it just made up for the film? Oh, I'm gonna look. I that never up. thought. I never thought to check that. Yeah, there he is, Jasper, Missouri. Yeah. All right, so it exists. Oh, nice. there's a place called the Gallows Bar. Ooh, boy, I don't know about that. There was a Roadhouse too. Oh um, yeah. yeah, I think it was straight to video. Yeah. Oh. I've never yeah. seen that. And then There's they talked body- about remaking it with Ronda Rousey like three years ago. Yeah. No, blasphemy. Any remakes of 80s movies are blasphemy. Oh, As you talked about the Point Break one, I watched that. I actually I, I actually sat through the whole Point Break remake because I was like a 2 a.m. HBO watching. And yeah. like, 
I felt dumber for ever having sat through that piece. Dude, it's fucking terrible. Oh, it's the wor- it's one of the worst shit. fucking films I've ever seen. Again, like you're, you're right, Bill. You cannot no reboot an '80s movie because Can't capture that unless film. you're unless you're like doing coke or just born in the cheesiness of the 80s yeah it can't be that cheesy anymore it just can't it doesn't work the only thing i will say though if you've seen cobra kai oh amazing they have the best balance Mm. of perfect cheesiness of the 80s nostalgia to like what like what shows are now because like they're owning the cheesiness that's what they're doing like they're owning it whereas like Although, yeah. like, have you seen the Red Dawn remake? Also, fucking terrible. No, I don't. again, like these are movies that like they they existed in that time period they existed in, and they're not great films. Like, look, I, I'm joking saying Road has a great film. It's a fucking <laughs> terrible film, but it's entertaining because it's the whole like everything you guys talk about in this podcast, like the nostalgia associated with '80s movies. You can't replicate that. No, that's no. what Cobra Kai is doing. Is they're actually. They're 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 kind of owning it. Like, look, we know you want you you're interested in this because of the nostalgia. So let's just fucking own it and go for it. Was the other people like, let's make Point Break as if it was a real movie that existed today. Like, no one fucking yeah. asked for that, bro. But, like, no one wants to see that. Like, no, but that's no, the they thing. they could have done like a really good job of doing it if they like continued it, but like yeah. put people that we care that are in it, like the people that are in it. No offense to them, I've never like, heard. Of they meant nothing to us, like. And, you know, it was like, just like a bunch of extreme sports people like doing oh, a bunch of drugs yeah. and stealing things. Like it was, a- yeah. But the problem, the thing about these movies is, and I, I will say, I, I believe that I don't think that they thought they were being cheesy. I think they were like they, no. they were just like, this is serious. We're making a fucking movie about a bouncer, and this is what we're doing. And I think yeah. because they took it seriously, we think it's cheesy, but it came off like they were like, no, we're doing this shit. Like it's authentic to them. Like that's what yeah. it is. No, that's a good point, Dan. I mean, look at any, look at yeah. any like Schwarzenegger movie, like, oh. you, like or or Stallone movie. Like, yeah. they probably thought this was not cheesy at all, and then you watch it twenty years later, you're like, oh my fucking god, he kidding yeah. me? You know? When they yeah. made Rocky Four, they weren't going, all right, we're gonna make something cheesy. They were like, no, man, like this is serious. Dude, Rocky Four is not cheesy. Rocky Four is amazing. <laughs> you better watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> but when he goes, okay, so back to this, like when he goes to get a place. And he's talking to. I thought that guy had a hook for an arm. Actually, immediately, like I literally thought that guy had a hook on a hand. I was like, oh boy. But shows him the place, and he goes, oh, I don't know if you could afford it. It's a hundred dollars a month. I'm like, what? <laughs> this guy's getting paid five hundred dollars a day. A night. He's getting five hundred a night. A hundred dollars a month. He looks like he's coming out of Miami Vice most of the time. Yeah, he's got, like a fucking white. He's so shiny in every scene. Everyone else is dull, and Patrick Swayze is like glittering. His hair is perfectly quaffed. But he's so he's so like uh, his line delivery is just so quiet. Like when the guy goes, "Hey, you like horses?" He's like, "If they like me." I'm like, "Yeah, (laughs) yeah, dude, he is perfectly dead." You're right. Perfectly zen in this in this movie. Like he would just say like one liners. Like he he had like no major monologue in let no. only when he was like talking to the crew when he like fires everybody the next day i love that like, part oh, yeah, yeah. like it's my way or the highway yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, i love when the the helicopter came to drop off ben Gazzara. it was like the a team it was like i was just like <laughs> i was like what is happening here and it's like what does he need this helicopter for this guy is a dick but it was so funny to see how you're right, Billy. How like funny was that he got 
a room right across the lake from the main villain. Like yeah. the, the vill- like he lives across the lake from him now. Right there. Like get me up. Well, Come it was on. like foreshadowing back then, right? Like they need to still tell a story. So like back then movies like you need to set up the like what's going on? Yeah. Wh- where's where's the villain? Who's the good guy? Yeah. And then like so there that was the perfect way to do it. Like they it was like foreshadowing if we're all really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, like don't forget guy. the girlfriend was the one oh, that hit God. on her him right in the beginning and she was the only I guess classy quote unquote girl in that in the woman in that bar. Like she's the only one that's like glowing. Everyone else yeah. is like wearing a white dress like focused like, on this lady. Yeah. 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 The, 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 she's the worst. <laughs> Well, how much of a dick is Ben Gazzara that he has to just fuck with this poor farmer that lives across from him by buzzing his property with a helicopter? Yeah. Like, he's just a fucking asshole because, like, there's no yeah. reason. And we never, like, no one ever tells us, like, the impetus for why he's such a dick. It's not like no. this happened, that happened. Like, he's just a fucking asshole because, yeah. like, that's it. That's it. That's that's well, that's his that's his motivation because like that's yeah. all. The, we only get one kind of understanding about it when like Patrick Swayze goes over to see him and he sees that picture which looked like from the Civil War and he goes, "Yeah, it's my grandfather." And he's like, "Oh, he looks like an important person." And Ben is there was like, "He's an asshole." It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. That's all we know. His grandfather is an asshole, and he's like, "I grew up in Chicago on the tough streets." It's like, what? No, you didn't. Like, so wait, are you saying you're like rags of riches here or like you're a criminal, obviously. Like, so yeah. And then you came here to take. I, well, I think he came back because didn't he like follow the doctor and then like they broke up? They did allude to that. Yeah. But do they even tell us why he's rich or do they? I can't remember if they even no. mentioned why he's so rich. Like, no, he's, he's just a rich guy. You don't need to know that. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Really, this movie is just about fighting. Hey, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. This movie man. is a video game. If they made a roadhouse, this, this movie is about the Sopranos in yeah. Missouri. <laughs> Pretty much. This is like Streets of Rage, the video game. You just beat the fuck out of people, like level to level. That's this is this is that movie. Like yeah. everything is just like beat. The and you don't out. die because somehow you don't. You just don't. Yeah. No, no, you, you, just, don't you just get you just get stabbed or shot, so the blood stains your bright white shirt and really contrasts well. Amazing, amazing. I love when he when Swayze goes the next day to like lay down the law now and he comes with like a like he's got a turtleneck on or whatever. And uh one of the guys goes, you know, he's telling him you gotta be nice, you're gonna be nice to everyone. And the guy goes, What if someone calls my mama a whore? He's like, Is she? <laughs> it was great, yeah. <laughs> Everything he said was gold, it was fucking gold. Yeah, yeah, Somebody got called sweet. a chicken dick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember, what kind of an insult is that? What is it? What is a chicken dick? I've never heard that insult. Never. I was just like, what? Like, I, I, I mean, you, I mean, there's something that says like, if someone gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. It's like, okay, like this is the, so. These are the rules of being a good bouncer. Like, yeah. be nice. Do, take it outside, or no, don't take it outside. Something else, and then be nice or whatever. And I'm like. Okay. I mean, I was waiting for like a cocktail type, like Coughlin's law, like, you know, lay down of some weird philosophical shit because he's supposed to be like a PhD, like a philosophy PhD. There was nothing philosophical about his rules. No. <laughs> it was like, be nice, shut the fuck up and like, you know, take it <laughs> do your job, motherfucker. And dude, it took like yeah. one night for them to all like fall in line. Oh yeah. And I was they, like, got, they got right the in big, line. 
you know what they messed up? They could have made like a montage scene. Like, oh, like the bar getting right. better. That. Yeah. yeah. You know, they missed yeah. that on it because like. Yeah, it's a good point, Manny. That would, that would have been like, awesome. It would have been great if like Brody. I mean, I know he's not Brody. Um, <laughs> Bodie. But, Bodie. Did um, this in that episode too. <laughs> I know I did. But, but imagine like he was like, all right, we're going to go train. Because like none of the bounces, bouncers knew how to fight like he no. did. But no. it would have been great if you had, like, the fat guy, like, doing, like, fucking yoga moves and stuff like that. I and, like, wish. also showing them, like, redo the bar. Because all of a sudden, the bar goes from, like, a shithole. Yeah, to chili. To, like... Yep, it's got the so fancy long. sign that's on my shirt, yeah. you know? It's <laughs> like, where'd that yeah, come from? Like, where'd they get the money for this? Oh, my God. Well, dude, I he has enough... That. The owner has enough money to fucking pay Dalton $500 a day. What yeah. is he paying yeah. the bouncers? Nothing. Jack shit. Yeah, they're not getting anything. Are Jack you shit. Me? Yeah, they all. I wonder where any of these people live. But like, and like right they, away, yeah. all, like no one knows that the bartender's skimming. Yeah, well, they're all clearly inept. Like it's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he, he's the only smart person that's there. It's driving home the point that like he's from New York, so clearly he's better and smarter than <laughs> everyone else in this yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. even smarter than the boss who yeah. only is drinking the whole time. Yeah, I don't see the boss actually do any boss things. Nothing. Except Nothing. hire Dalton. Yeah. Dalton is like bar rescue. Like literally, <laughs> that's what he, he's not. He wasn't he's like bar rescue. Yeah, this should have been like, this is probably like when they got the idea. Like, oh, you know, except we're not going to beat the fuck out of people. We're going to go in there, fix the computer systems and the molding and yeah. paint the place. But that's it. But we're not going to kill anybody. We're not going to beat the shit out of everyone. No, no, no one's going to die to me. No explosions. Bigfoot, the fucking truck. Bigfoot's not going to come in and do anything, which that was weird. Dude, that's that. what I was going to say. Wait. You said Bigfoot. Why is Bigfoot in this movie? Like, why who owns Bigfoot? <laughs> Bro, they were hiding. Actually, it's like no one knew. Them. It didn't have Bigfoot in it. Somebody they was were, literally just driving around in that town. The best part was with the Bigfoot as their car. Yeah. Yeah, like, imagine sure. having to go get groceries with that stupid shit. <laughs> I can't like, get the groceries up there. <laughs> My favorite uh, part is that they were in the like that, that car's not practical it. unless you're running over fucking things. <laughs> Which well, that's all like, they used it for. <laughs> no, I understand that. That that car is just like when I saw that, I was like, wait, someone just has that as their car? Like yeah. the Bigfoot car is their yeah. car. Like I yeah. I love Well, because they wanted to put a, a scene where Bigfoot oh, runs over cars. Great scene. Great and no, and everybody's just watching. The whole town's like, Yeah. Like everyone in no. town sucks. Like, yeah, oh. they're all terrible human beings. I, well, that's my question. Are there any people that live in this town besides Brad Wesley, the three small business owners, and the degenerates that go to the Double Deuce? Like, does anyone else actually live here? Because I did not see anyone else. No. The no. doctor. No. Yeah. Like, she lives no. somewhere. Maybe it's just We're a not... town of, like, 200 scumbags, and that's the only <laughs> yeah. people that live here. Well, what was funny was, to me, like, as Ben Gazzara, like, is – like Brett, what is the name in the movie? Brad, oh, Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley. He and and, and, and uh, 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 what the fuck? I almost said Keanu Reeves. Um, <laughs> what Patrick oh. Swayze says, Brad Wesley, very, very seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah when he yeah. calls his friend. Yeah, but he, um, wait, he has a degree from a philosophy from yeah, NYU. He's an NYU PhD, like that's his character. That's what his medical file tells the doctor. Yeah. Oh my God. The only Wait. time you find out his first name is James. 
They call and, this guy by his last he... name the whole time, like in Cobra. Like literally, you never know the uh, his name until like towards the end of the movie, where it's like Marion. But the whole time we're calling him Cobra. This guy's name is Dalton. It's like he's a cologne, and like we don't even <laughs> understand that he has a first name. I thought he had a last name. That they were calling him by his last name the whole time. Dude, oh, dude. So what were you saying about so, Ben Gazzara though, Pico? Where you said like uh, Brad Le- Wesley? He is destroying the businesses that are paying him protection. Yeah. yeah. So, he doesn't know how to be the mafia. No. <laughs> he's literally going in there and being like, they're not listening to me. And he's like throwing a tantrum, destroying and blowing everything up. And it's like probably like afterwards, like, oh, fuck. They were paying protection money. Damn it. Like, oh, well, I guess I'll just keep destroying this town. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or how is he even getting rich off these three shithole businesses paying him protection <laughs> money? Like, thank like, God oh, the fucking mom and pop hardware store didn't pay me 10% this week. So I'm out $200. Like, 10% of the, um, of what? The windshield they're ordering from Patrick Swayze and a new antenna? Yeah. Like, okay, There's what? five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> here you could have given a blue apps place up oh my god oh my well, god well they blew up that place because it's <sighs> what's his name what's her name's daughter um yeah uncle the most well, first of all, oh let's rewind here we didn't even so he fires a bunch of people he gets them in line and then we do now the reopening now the reopening is oh, happening everyone's having a good time happens what's this one go ahead no go no, I don't, I'm I'm trying to remember where we're at. He well, they open it yet to go to the doctor yet. No, not no, yet. No, so no, he, no. is that okay. they do the opening eye? That's where he fires the bartender for skimming, and that's also where just in case you didn't get that the um the one hot chick in the bar wants to sleep with him. She comes up and says, "Would you be shocked if I said let's go to my place and fuck? It's not going to kill you. You may even like it." Just in case it wasn't apparent yet, she actually they have to put that line in there for her. Yeah, yeah. But the other funny thing that happens like. That one bouncer who gets fired after that, he gets fired that night, lets in two underage girls, <laughs> and then he's banging one of them in the like storage closet, but for some reason, he has all his clothes off. But naked. <laughs> he's totally naked. Why is he naked? With the door unlocked. With the door unlocked. <laughs> The girl, not naked, but this guy, it's like, all right, when I do this, I need to get all my clothes off. And then Patrick Swayze opens the door. He's like, you're out of here. Like, totally unfazed, unfazed. And the guy pulls up his underwear, which looks like, I guess, a diaper or tidy whitey. It was the weirdest. I was like, well, he was wearing underwear at least, so. That was the weirdest thing that he was wearing underwear, the guy who wanted to get naked quickly. But, you know, Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott, no underwear. None, no underwear. But that was the weirdest scene. I was like, what am I watching right now? And let's all understand that girl was underage, so we have no yeah. idea how old she was. Yeah. So that was fucking creepy as fuck. And then, well, then, and then he says, But I'm on my break. He's like, stay on it. <laughs> it's like, stay on it. It's like uh. my break, bro. I work. Like, what what is going on here? Like, that place is a hellhole. You know what else is a good line? I, I, I forget who Dalton says it to, but I wrote it down here because during that, like he says to someone, you're too stupid to have a good time. <laughs> so the one liners just flying all over the place. It's hard to even remember. I was trying to write them down and there's just too many of them. I couldn't Dude, they're do everywhere. Any. I Dude, couldn't. They're everywhere. I, I was doing the same thing, Billy, because I was like, <laughs> I can't. It's just, does, it, does a hobby... 
Does a oh. hobby horse have a wooden dick? <laughs> yeah, wait, I wrote that one down. Yeah, he said something. Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? I was just like, what? I didn't even, I totally missed that one. Jesus. Who wrote that? Like, who sat down and wrote that? There's one line that says, I used to fuck guys like you. That was the guy. That, with the yeah, that's, okay. that's like the culmination of the film. I don't yeah. know what the, I mean, when they were writing the script and they got to that part, you had all these amazing one-liners and you're going to have this like crazy fight and you have the guy go, I fuck guys like you in prison. It's like, no, yeah. let's, let's revise that line. It doesn't even make sense. It could have been anything <laughs> is else. He, is he basically calling him a bitch? Is that what he's saying? I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I was like, so can we erase that line and go, I'm going to kill you now? Like anything yeah. else. But prepare to die. Yeah. Prepare to die. Or you who know, was the guy who played that? Who was, who played that character? I think he was, I don't know. He, he looked like he belonged fighter. in like Scarface or something. <laughs> I think he was an actual fighter. He was an actual kickboxer. Yeah, well, that's why they both they apparently yeah. he was taken with Patrick Swayze. And uh Oh man. He actually wanted to fight him. Yeah, he was like, Oh, we uh, he was glad that there was like two good fighters. You know, I love at the, at the at the end of that scene where like, you know, they finished their first night and it's you know, if they have the fights or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They throw people out. And I think there's a scene where, like, the guy has his girlfriend dance on the table and they tell him yeah, to get yeah. down. The guy whips out a fucking knife because uh, everyone has a knife once again. Yeah. But, but then at the end of the night, they're like, uh, the owner's like, it was a good night and nobody died. And Patrick Swayze's like, it'll get worse before it gets better. I'm like, dude, it's a bar. You're not fucking fighting a war here. Jesus Christ. Like, what do you mean it's going to get worse? What's going to happen? Like, <laughs> why, there's no other place these people can go to. Apparently no, not. Why, I mean, that's why they were definitely just doing like crack there. Because like, why are people <laughs> going there? If people are dying. Like, yeah, it's like, like, that's dying, like, and, like does, did people die there before? Like, it's like <laughs> this was a good <laughs> why night. Why is this place open? No <laughs> one died. No one died. Okay, so prior to Patrick Swayze getting there, how many people died in the bar <laughs> nightly? Like, what was going on there? I like, guess hey, guys, I want to go grab some beers at the Double Deuce. We may get fucking stabbed in the throat, but I really feel like getting drunk tonight. It's like, ooh, yeah. It's like you can't. This, this movie was nominated home. for for uh, worst picture, worst director, worst screenplay, worst actor, and worst yeah. supporting actor. Uh, <laughs> they I, didn't I will, win any of them. But I will say this, Manny. Once again, I'm going to tell you, better Rotten Tomatoes rating than Cocktail. Thirty-five. You, I know this. <laughs> Right. Really? Wow. Out of five I would, I would agree really. with that. I think I think this is a better film than Cocktail. That's just me. You better watch your mouth. That's just me. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm not I'm not knocking you, man. You were allowed to have basically your the same fucking movie. Okay. Nah, Except no, there's no. no knives. Yeah, but I, I you know, I just Patrick Swayze, uh, I can buy him. You know, I just I just like him much better than Tom Cruise. Really? <laughs> yeah, not a big Tom Cruise fan. Oof. Oof. I think he's in some good movies. Don't get me wrong. I like I, I like Cocktail. I'm not saying I dislike it. I just like this better. I, I'm well, a big fan of really cheesy 80s movies, which this clearly. So what, you know, you, what do you feel about like Days of Thunder? I'll be honest with you. I've never seen Days of Thunder. Yeah. yeah There's never seen it. I remember line. talking. I remember everyone talking about it in like fourth grade, but I've never actually seen it. That movie is cheesy as fuck. Crazy. And then one of the best line is you look like you, you guys look like. A monkey fucking a football. Just like, why is that a line? That people. Literally, say. there were a bunch of people in the '80s that just did a bunch of coke and wrote terrible one-liners, and then they actually made their way into films. I really wish that, like, late '80s to '90s, people were just like, "Want to make that movie? Fuck it, let's do it." I, I mean, I was thinking <laughs> about it the other day, like how even um, 
that that movie uh, Short Circuit. So now, oh, God. now that movie, movie. Crazy. Johnny Five. If you, if you even think, <laughs> it's total garbage. We're gonna have a trash can. Then they made two around. of them. Two of them. <laughs> they made two of them. The second one was even worse. Oh, like, it's great. It was in the, the city. But the thing is, that he turns to gold at the movie. end. You can't make that movie now. You can't make no, that no. movie. You nope. Or the you guys Wizard. ever seen Batteries Not Included? Oh yeah, with oh, Jessica Tandy God. and the uh, yeah yeah great, great film. Yeah. Yep. Or like film. The Wizard. You can't make that movie now. No. No. Oh, The Wizard. No. Was a terrible movie. That movie. If that movie has better ratings than Cocktail or the Flight wow. and the Navigator, that was the other one. Wow. Uh, Billy, I get what you mean because like I understand like so Cocktail was cheesy, but it was like almost it's- too serious it's still like a movie stuff. like this i don't even yeah. look at i don't look at roadhouse as a, as a movie it's just like schlock you know like <laughs> whereas like for the same reasons i love rocky four i love this movie because it's like pure mm. 80s cheese yeah. like you know yeah. like it's, it's i was i was thinking of you know, rocky four it's when I fight scene it after too. fight scene exactly yeah. exactly i mean it's not as much a movie music video like rocky four is but still it's like you don't take this movie seriously where cocktail you sit down and like there's a story they're trying to tell that's not ridiculous yes. about a bouncer like you know it's like but an it's actual like story you know and I, that's, I still like it it's just to me this is like you know how people will watch like food network is mindless tv yeah. this is like mindless for me like i could fucking throw this movie on at any time and it's just like background noise and entertains me and like makes me forget about whatever bullshit's going on like that's why i love 80s movies because that's you know yeah. that's what they do yeah you know? The, You're right. The, it, it is like an action film in that every scene is like a new reason to put some sort of person getting hit or yeah. explosion or or a ridiculous you know. line. Yeah. And then ridiculous line or or let's let's get to the point where he gets stabbed and now he's in the hospital. Yeah. And this doctor who's supposed to be professional, who is the actress who is actually in cocktail. She oh, that's, to, she was oh. she's married to Coglin. Who it wasn't even supposed to be her, but she got she. It was, was it Kelly Lynch. Is her name? Yeah, Kelly Lynch. It was supposed to be um, Annette Benning. It was supposed to be Annette Benning, actually. Which okay, makes so some sense to me. I'm no whatever. Way. So most unprofessional doctor ever. Totally. Because it reminded me of Days of Thunder because if you saw Days of Thunder, Bill, you didn't. But Tom Cruise has to go to the doctor after a big accident, Nicole Kidman, and she falls in love with him. And I'm like, these are the most unprofessional doctors in the world, mate. He's like, she, he goes in there one time. Like, you what, no other, I guess there's no other men there. Hey, Jasper, like, Missouri, date, probably not. Dude, if you, the, the would you asshole, want to see any of those guys? Guy. No, there's no one that you could go out with if you're a woman. She was just happy that he was a philosophy major. He's Once like, again, oh, thank God, God that was in his medical file or she never yeah. would have known. Yeah. You know, like I don't know about he you, shows up with I have, medical I write, files. I have my resume in my medical file just in case you need it, you know? Yeah, I put like a snippet. Well, of this is before the internet, so this is ways. Yeah. Well, didn't he get sent to the hospital from the stab wound because the guy that he fired comes back to murder him because he lost his job as a bartender? Okay, okay. Which is That's- a totally reasonable reaction. That scene was amazing because the scene, that scene was so funny because there's a bouncer there that works there who his only role is to get the crap beat out of him. He comes in there and that fat guy just starts pounding on him. And then the other guy who's like the like half of what Patrick Swayze is comes in and starts beating up someone. But this guy pulls a knife out that I was like, how did, where's that knife? It's like, that that knife? It's, like <laughs> it's like a bayonet. He's like, pulled he got that, that shit from Crocodile like, Dundee. 
He's like, that's that, not a knife. That's a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs a gun. There's like one gun in Jasper, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of guns. But like, I was just like, <laughs> in the hunting like, room. Yeah. Like, what is happening here? So he tries to kill him. He slashes him. That cut looked like he, his intestines should have fell out. Like, I mean. <laughs> It was just enough to soak his white shirt, though, Dan. Yeah, and, yeah, just enough <laughs> his to soak gi. his gi. Yeah, yeah. His that gi. was the morning he went to the the uh, that store, the um, the auto. One of my other favorite lines when he's talking to the guy in the in the auto shop, and he goes something about, "Well, how'd you get stuck here?" He's like, "Well, I married someone." He's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "What would he say?" He's like, "I got you married, married an ugly woman." Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, God. so the best part is like, so. Patrick Swayze is always like, look, he, he seems to be like, he absorbs everything. So he's like watching what's going on at the auto shop. He's, he's watching, he's talking to the doctor. He's kind of like, whatever. He invites her to the, to the show. Why would you and do like, that? And like, she's the only second classy woman that shows yeah, up, yeah. Like, watches the fight. And like, she just is like, oh, hey, like, like you're a doctor. Why are you falling? What are you doing this? here? This guy, like, this, this guy is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Literal. He's a, he's a, he's like a swindler. Like he's like going from town to town, like cleaning Taking up bars. people's money. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and, and meanwhile, he calls his friend. That's like a at a strip addict. club. Working at a strip. I think he's working at the strip club, right? So like he, but he knows where to call him. I yeah. think it's. A, yeah, because you see the you see the woman on stage, and he pulls the guy down, and then a fight breaks out while he's talking okay. to Dalton. Can we just yeah. talk about what we're calling a strip club in this film? Because it was it looked like the double deuce before Patrick Swayze was there. <laughs> oh, with naked chicks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where, where and pool tables that wanted to take their shirts off got up on stage, and I'm like, oh wait, that happens most- later in the film. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most dangerous no place. Reason. This movie is dangerous for women. No woman should be in this film. Like, it's the most dangerous no. ever for a woman. Like, I was like, why would any woman want to go into this place? And then the only saving grace they have there is Sam Elliott, who looks like, he looked like Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He looked wet and just like he wasn't moving fast. He's always going like this with his hair. And he, I don't even think he was that old when they made this movie, right? But they made him out like he was like old as shit. Well, how about this too? Every bar that you see in this film, there's people fighting. So imagine you're like 14 and you see this, you've never been in a bar. You're like, holy shit, dude. Is this what happens in bars? People just get fucked up and beat the shit out of each other? <laughs> Every city, it doesn't matter where it is, people just can't fight and pulling knives out. And everybody apparently knows these two guys. Like, yeah. they knew his buddy. They know, they know his buddy. Oh, that's Wade Garrett? Yeah, <laughs> Wade Garrett. I'm like, why is he have a full name? Yeah. Why, why is he saying his full name? As if, like, we're trading people in, like, baseball teams. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, oh, that's fucking Wyatt Earp, man. Like, holy shit, watch out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could play Wyatt Earp. But, like, it was, so, so he calls him. <laughs> but he didn't call him for help, but he kind of called him. So that guy just assumed that he needed help because he just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. At, a, at the perfect time. He called yeah. him at a laundromat. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> He's like, you all right? <laughs> I can't stop laughing because I'm just like, this movie's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Why was he at a laundromat? Oh, because he doesn't have the phone. 
Oh, wait, we skipped over the part when he's doing his yoga jujitsu. Oh, my God, dance. the Tai Chi on the, the thing. Wesley like, looks at him and shakes his head. The guy's a fucking weirdo. Dude, I the, felt like... The farmer just, like, stares at him. At he's not point. blind. I thought the farmer was blind at one point. I was no. like, Jeff Healy's blind. I feel so bad for the farmer, man. His house gets fucked because of Patrick Swayze. Like, he's like, I'm going to rent to this guy $100 a month, and my and whole fucking farm house. gets blown up. <laughs> But at the end, was he living there? It looked like at the end of the movie, he Ooh. was living there. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah I think at the rich he was. guy's house. Was, was that what? No, it he was probably at the farm. Oh, like, that's a crime scene at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pika. No one gave a shit. It's fine. We're moving in. Yeah, they were just Go. like there was no cops called. Come on, no. dude. They my all favorite was. part. Oh my god! When he was at the laundromat, that was amazing. I was like, "What is this scene? This looks like at a, like Saturday Night Fever." He's just like washing clothes and he's like hey let me call my friend at bar slash strip club slash crack den hey how you doing oh uh, you know then people beat the shit out of each other he's still on the phone like yeah you know i, I gotta go the phones are so, so per- like weirdly placed too like that's not where the phone is gonna be at the bar <laughs> no no definitely perfectly placed uh, and why is he answering the phone why isn't it's like the bartender, the bartender beginning? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I loved how like um you're like they go into that Tai Chi thing though. You're right, Ben Gazzara is watching him, and I had a feeling that he was watching him all the time. Oh yeah, yeah he watched him bang his ex-girlfriend. That when, was when she when she comes back and like he has to play with the radio to get like the perfect song because she doesn't like anything. I'm obsessed <laughs> with that scene, obsessed with that radio because that looked like a radio that you shouldn't have gotten any reception on. Like he walks over to it and it's like a police scanner. And then it's just like rock that like, you know, general public domain rock, then police scanner. And then in perfect reception, these arms of mine by Otis Redding. I'm like, yes. First of all, amazing song. Yeah. And this, I yeah. loved it. Yeah. And then the, they're like banging on the bed, banging outside. No, he banged her against the wall first, yeah, which didn't look yeah, comfortable at all. Like a stone <laughs> wall. Like they each only had their pants half down. I was like, dude, no one has sex like this. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Maybe, don't skip. Yeah, don't skip the whole scene because that was an amazing scene. Patrick, the kissing, all of it was weird. I was like, what's yeah. happening here? Yeah, he, he takes the pants half down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like all perfectly designed so you don't see any real nudity. But yeah. it's like a totally unrealistic situation. I was like, that wall looks painful. Like, Jesus, my legs broke against that wall. It's like, blah. It's like, whoa. And like, then he picks her up. Then they're dancing, sort of. And I'm like, is this they're just fucking sex? Like, you know, like <laughs> then he throws her on the bed. She wakes up. He's not there. He's, he's naked outside, outside smoking, Dan. Patrick yeah. Swayze wants to be naked, naked the whole time. time. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I was in that good shape, maybe I would too. I don't know. <laughs> it, was in his no ride. it was in his rider. It was like, I need to. You need to have a shot of my untanned ass <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> oh my god, dude! But you know, uh, I can, I just want to rewind back to the doctor scene because there was an oh my god, yeah, there was an amazing thing when she was stapling him. Um, which she didn't clean that. She didn't clean that wound. No, she just stapled it up. <laughs> she was like, "We're gonna staple you now." Local anesthetic. It looked like a cartoon needle. He's like, "No, that's okay." And then it's like, and then she's talking about his degree. She's like, "Well, what kind of stuff did you study?" He's like, "You know, man, search for faith and that sort of shit." <laughs> <laughs> what is that even like? Man, search Nothing. for faith and 
You know, that sort of shit. Staple, staple, staple. And he's like, oh, that hurt a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you say? Doesn't that hurt? He's like, he's like pain don't hurt. Yep. That's what? exactly what he said. That's says. exactly what pain. Dude, I'm telling you, he was a superhero. He had no, his, his superhero powers, he had no feeling. Oh, God. That was an amazing scene, dude. Unbelievable. But he goes and he bangs her, right? And while he's banging her, the guy across the street is watching. Yeah. Totally. That's completely normal, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then he starts banging again on the roof, and he's just sitting there, like, watching them, just like, Ugh. All the time. I'm like, God, dude, go inside. You're torturing yourself. Or just like, like what are you doing? You're rich. You know, instead yeah. of, like, instead of hooking up with the girl that shouldn't belong, doesn't belong in Jasper, he beats her up. Like, you know. Oh, he beat the shit out of her. Yeah, then he, he brings like her, her to the, <laughs> then he brings her to the bar. Oh, that was weird. That whole scene was uncomfortable. So then, so but this is what's crazy. So he fucks the doctor. Now the next day, all oh, of a sudden, but there was an old man carrying a cup of pee. I don't want to go over that. Like when they go Wait, to what? the doctor's office, what? And they're in the doctor's office, right? And they go to the hospital. Patrick Swayze's standing there, and when Kelly Lynch comes, there's this old man who looks like he's lost, holding his own urine sample, and just walking I missed with that. it. Yeah, I he's missed in the that. background. He's just like wearing a robe. I missed that. Oh, that's great. Oh, I need to go back and watch. Oh that. my god, yeah. That then it's like he says, "So, oh, what does how this happen?" He's like, "Natural causes." Dude, in Lynch, when she like goes out, the hairspray that she has going on. Oh, it's like, what yeah, he's that. Yeah, why don't you come by the murder bar? Like, let's go hang out it, where I work. Get dressed up nice and come to the murder bar where people die every night. Yeah, yeah. We're sweeping yeah, I need you there eyeballs. to sew them up. <laughs> yeah, we're sweeping up less eyeballs now. Don't worry about it. And the boss is still not doing shit. The boss does not do anything. So he until just drinks all night and, and lets Patrick Swayze handle his shit. Yeah. He always has a glass of whiskey in his hand. Yep. Or scotch. Oh, or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. How about the scene where, like, you know, once again, we've talked about how none of us know, you know, why Brad let Wesley such an asshole, but he's just driving down the street in his Mustang, yeah. swerving all over the place. Oh like, for no, like, why is he doing this? It's like the guy is literally just a dick to be a dick. Like, there is no reason for it at all. Bill, I think it goes back to like, there's only three people in this town. It was, it was as if he like lives in a world where he's the last man on earth. And like, you ever yeah. see that, that show? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Could just do whatever. So he was just like, well, there's nobody around. So this is, there, there are no rules. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Patrick Swayze bought a car and he's just he's like, what the fuck? There's no such thing as cars. And then he just continues to do what he wants to do. Like that guy. And there was a weird scene because like, why wouldn't Patrick Swayze go back and chase after him? Like, he asshole, what are like, you doing? Yeah. I thought that's what was going to happen, but he's too zen. Yeah. He's too zen, man. He's too zen. He's got to go, like, you know, teach people how to, like, kick big guys in the knee. Well, he's also he's also scarred by what happened in Memphis. Don't forget about that. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> oh, my God. But clearly, they allude to it at the beginning where he, he murdered someone. Like, someone mentioned – they mentioned in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, it comes back around when uh, when what's-his-name shows up, and it's, you're still holding on to that shit from Memphis, ain't you? <laughs> I know. And from what they talked about, and oh. he says like that dog don't hunt, which I've never heard. I never heard that until I moved to the south, and like I guess that's a phrase down here. That wow. dog don't hunt, whatever the fuck that really? means. Um, really, and it's not like from what they said. It seems like he was like banging a married chick that he didn't know, mm. and then her husband came back for him and he killed the guy. 
Yeah, um, I assume by ripping his throat out because that's yeah, because apparently that's his move. <laughs> yeah, he's he's scorpion. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was crazy. I, I don't want to I don't want to jump to that yet, but I was like, yet, what the fuck is happening? I was watching some like Kill Bill shit. Dude, that was the best part. Like Kill Bill. Like when a guy when someone pulls a gun on you, you have two choices: die or kill him, or something like that, or to kill the guy, or yeah, know, yeah, killed or kill the guy. I was just like. Sounds like two choices to me. I'm like, I d- didn't have to put the, like an exclamation point on it. That's the only choice you have. Like, there's not a third yeah. choice there, bro. It's not like, or jump high. Walk away. <laughs> yeah, or walk away. Yeah, no, not this time. So we got that part where he's banging in. Now, all of a sudden, the rich dude, like, loses his shit and starts mm-hmm. to, like, fuck with everybody. Yeah, everyone he even like, talks he's... to. <laughs> Yeah, like he's like pissed that he bought the used used car from this used car dealership. Decides to just like demolish the used car dealership. Oh wait, because they tried to fight it back at him. That's yeah, the- well, that, well, that right? was weird. You didn't even know that. So he blows up Red's place because Red apparently talked to Patrick Swayze. I guess that was enough. He blows it, blows up his yeah. place, and then they just have that secret meeting where the guy's like, "We should do something," and then somehow he finds out about it and drives a monster truck through his car dealership, yeah. <laughs> which only has station wagons. Yeah, I remember I was watching the movie with uh, with my wife sitting sitting there the other night, and she looks up and she never sees it, and it's the monster truck scene. She's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I watched this by myself, like on my computer. I was like. Yeah, you know, it's an absurd scene. Like you said, man, it's like product placement for Bigfoot. Like, go yeah. watch a monster truck race. Like, yeah, <laughs> and where to get that's all it was. Like, it reminded me of like Ace Ventura too. Oh my god, Ace Ventura too had uh, Bigfoot in it. Oh, did Grave it? Digger, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Bigfoot car in it. That movie's terrible. In, 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 in Chicago. Um, where's he gonna get the tires now that he just ran through the auto dealership? So clearly he's fucked now, and yeah, he blew yeah. up red. So yeah, and I don't think Pennies is gonna want to come there after that whole explosion. <laughs> Plus, JC Pennies, Pennies, Seven Eleven. He said something about Seven Eleven. I'm like, bro, there are Seven Elevens around here. I don't go into them because they're dangerous. Because people hang out in front of it are like, you know, gonna hurt you. That's where people pull knives on you. Instead well, of- people go to this bar and pull knives on them, so seven is probably safer. It's a good point. This, yeah, this bar, maybe. but like, still- so the best part is so like we're back at the bar after he burns down red, right? Uh-huh. And oh, that's he's there and he's he's like, there, turn right? on the music, let's have a good time. And oh. out of nowhere, a strip tease is happening. Dude, like girl is just dancing. The worst dancing ever. Like Midday, it. by the way, it's not even dark out. Nobody lowers oh, the lights, so it's like five p.m. <laughs> it's like daylight dancing is happening. Daylight dancing is awkward dancing. It's hard to get people to daylight dance. Okay, okay. <laughs> you ever go to a party? You know, pull the clothes off. That's even yeah. more awkward. Girl just starts taking her clothes off. It's like the brightest scene in the movie. Yeah, the okay. best part is Jeff Healy, this blind person. It's just like they keep ordering him around. Play something, Elvis. Like. <laughs> Plays and he's like, and he's like, okay. He has no idea what's going on, but Jeff no. is all about like, I guess I'm playing. Like, all right, this girl dances. I, I, they should have took her to the hospital after that. I thought she was having like a. Season. Well, that was after they beat the shit out of her, right? Like that was after got yeah. went to the house and she had a bruised face, right? So yeah. she wasn't all there at that point. 
Right, yeah. yeah. She probably had some brain damage after And that. I also think the filmmakers probably had to hit the um the five minute minimum quota of bare tits in a nineteen eighties movie. Yes. <laughs> they needed to. It required. Like required. Yeah, Even in like a PG movie. Yeah, <laughs> I love, like that everybody's weird, just like, there. Everybody's just staring at this, like what's going on. Yeah, everyone's, uh, everyone's cool. Like, you know, and then and then the guy, the other like the karate guy is like playing pool while this is happening. Yeah. Until you know he gets summoned, like fetch. Well, because what does Dalton say? He says, "Uh, keep your pet on a leash or something." Yes. Like yeah. That. yeah. And then oh, he hands the girl God. back. I was like, Jesus! And then that's when he says, "Oh, okay," and brings out his karate master that does like you know Donatello fucking bow tricks with, Dude, the, with, yes. the, with the fucking uh, with the fucking pool cue. Yeah, and these guys and Patrick's like looks. The other bouncers look at him like, oh, "Should we try to kick his ass?" And, and he's like. like yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, don't go ahead. He's got a pool cue. What are you doing? Like, the, the, the best part is when he like does his little. Did you just bring this up, Billy? The the, the dance, like where like everybody clears out, and lets him around, do, do and his then whole like, like thing. Uh, and he's like, got it, and he's like showing the pool cue to everyone. And he does the come on hand. Yeah. Also, was... why 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 instead of hiring Dalton, did they not just buy some guns? <laughs> like, is. <laughs> Is Brad Wesley the only person that has firearms in this town? Because Apparently. if that motherfucker showed up with a pool cue and started doing that shit, just shoot the motherfucker and the problem is done. Yeah. yeah. Like, Indiana Jones him. Like that was yes, like, exactly. You know, exactly. Like that scene in Indiana Jones last in the uh, uh, Raising the Lost Ark where the guy's like got the knife, he's like got the sword, and Indiana Jones like Oh, God, he's like, goodbye. It's yeah. the only yeah. movie ever in history where I've seen a logical move by exactly. a character yeah. who had a gun and some guy has like a saber or a sword. I'm just like, let me fight this guy one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put the, the motherfucker. Down. Let's do this. But like, then all of a sudden, Dalton gets into like training mode. <laughs> Wait a so, second. Like, Before that, there is a huge fight that happens in Sam Elliott. Like, is asked, you know, the guy goes, Oh, in the back? Fight. Yeah, he's like, you want to fight dickless? And then he goes, well, I sure ain't going to show you my dick. It's just like, what? <laughs> well, by the way, uh, fun <laughs> fact, Terry Funk is the one that uh, came up with the idea for John Doe to call Patrick Swayze chicken dick. Dude, I can't see Terry fact. Funk is in this movie. Like, what is Wait, happening? who's Terry Funk? The guy you keep calling Diamond Dallas Page, probably. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Isn't that not Diamond Dallas Page? He no, might be. Billy, because I think he did. I think it looked like Diamond Dallas. But I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, is that a wrestler? I'm gonna look it, this up, dude. It's Terry Funk. Here we are. Where is he? Oh Wait. my god, he was in Over the Top. Oh, Terry great Funk. film. Great film. Well, that's all. Yeah, that that we're gonna have to talk about one of these days. That we really have to do a whole retarded. Stallone deep dive because, like, I have we uh, have dude, to. You do like about, a four hour film on that. You have to do Cobra. I mean, yeah, Terry Funk was Morgan. There he is. All right. Yeah, you know what it is? Yeah, that, that's what it was. I, I was just confusing him because him and Diamond Dallas Page look similar um, yeah. and they both wrestled. So I was just I was just confused. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Terry Funk was a rest, just a regular wrestler. He wasn't Diamond Dallas Page. No, but they no, look no, no, similar, no. don't they? Like, I'm he not was crazy. A wrestler. Terry, the how do we know that he's not? I'm, I'm scrolling I'm, down. I'm 100 percent sure. Page. Yeah, let's look up Diamond yeah. Dallas Page. Oh, my God. You're right. Terry Funk. Yeah. He was his name was Terry Funk. Like he he did yeah. hardcore. He fought a lot with uh, what's that other guy? Mankind. Yeah, he was oh, a yeah, yeah. wrestler. He did all the Japanese wrestling and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I did mistake him for Diamond Dallas Page as well. Yeah, because look, like uh, 
Yeah, like that's, that's Diamond that's, Dallas Page. They look similar. Like yeah. Diamond Dallas Page was like some yoga program now. Oh, <laughs> like uh, Tony Diamond Little. Diamond yoga, like some sort of diamond yoga. Are we sure that he's not Diamond Dallas Page? Dude, I look similar. Right? I am telling you, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. I think Terry Funk is a lot older. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm it. right. Do not even try <laughs> and say this. Like. <laughs> I'm just like trying to prove you wrong. Like, no, he was done. Now they look no, so similar. They do, but they're totally. Oh yeah, he was in the NWA. Yeah, Funk started his career in '65. I think DDP was definitely younger than that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Fine. Still, great, great cameo of the wrestler in the film. Yeah. yeah. Who, Can we who just say that Patrick, Patrick Swayze has oh chicken God. dick? Patrick Swayze has the weirdest belly button ever. <laughs> I did not notice that. What? Dude, he's laying out naked on his roof. They like go down and he has an Audi and it's weird. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Dude, you, he's, you he's see the half a pack of cigarettes at once. <laughs> you see the one part when he's like chilling on his car. Who lays on a car? Oh, come on, man. That's like, like a that. classic movie thing. Like no one actually does that in real like, life. It was like no, no one actually hangs out and relaxes on a car. It would have been crazier if he was watching Planes Land. Like in like, you know, in those scenes. Like I was like, all like right. He's so, five. Yeah, I'm like, but it worked for me because I was like, yeah, Swayze's cool as fuck. Like, he could be laying on that car. He should have been naked on that car. Every scene he was at the farm, he should have been naked. And it should have been like, come on. And he just throws jeans on. No underwear. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to be in these jeans all day. It's hot. And Oh, God. But you so- notice one scene, I forget where it was, but they're like, <laughs> it's when Brad Wesley's like, gang of schmucks are talking about how Patrick Swayze's interacting with Brad Wesley's girlfriend. They're like, yeah, dig a hole. Like, they're ready to kill what her. What does that mean? Yeah. I was like, no, was- Jesus. Like, what the fuck? Dude, you know what was weird about that scene? They were hanging out in the Bigfoot in a stakeout. Like, yes. they're trying to be inconspicuous. <laughs> I'm telling you, that car was a terrible choice. Truck. None of the, like, the cars are really a practical truck. truck. And these guys are hanging out there like, oh, dig a hole. Just like, you can be seen, bro. Like, <laughs> like you're not on a motorcycle or you're in Bigfoot. That was- so we missed the part where like where his uh, friend shows up and like every, everybody's in the front, but Dalton's in the back getting liquor. That getting, he's not his to be getting, getting his ass kicked. There's no bouncers going like, where's Dalton? Like, why aren't they bringing the, the liquor? Like, they're like the worst bouncers and friends ever. And his yeah. friend, who's the limping guy, comes out and, like, starts to beat, beat everybody up. He's like, oh. what's up, guys? Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? He's fight? also Zen as well. Until, and then he's like, oh, I need you to come and meet meet this doctor that I met yesterday. Yeah. She's loving my life. <laughs> they, they hang out until, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. And, and then he clearly tries to bang her. Like, he clearly yeah. does. Total yeah. Coglin. Yeah. Yeah. Total Coglin. He's yeah. totally like if she was like, hey, let's go, he'd be like, oh, fuck you, Miho. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he say Miho? I don't know. I was like, come on. Like, don't st- stop saying that. It's like, all right, Miho. Doesn't that mean like my son? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, he's the one that taught Dalton like the way of the uh, bouncing and cooler ways. Yeah. Like, they it, should yeah. have a business together. They should be like the cooler brothers. <laughs> It's like, didn't they write a book about like something about Zen and motorcycle maintenance? It's like yeah, that, but yeah. about bouncing. Yeah, yeah. Zen and motor, Zen and cooling. Yeah, the Zen art of cool, the art of Zen and cooling. Like those two just like should could have been making money just 
gone all all over the, the United States. Well, just obviously, like changing bars. Dalton is making money, but Sam Elliott's character, he we're well, he's just a true no man. Like Dalton, he had a nice Harley. <laughs> yeah, Dalton was like, Dalton wasn't as injured, so he can go around a lot. Dude, you when know. they listed all the injuries that he had, like I was like, he should be dead. Was, no, he yes. should have been dead. That's She's why like, they played You're gonna ghosts. be crippled when you get older in life. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Speaking of ghosts, it's funny how in that movie someone gets thrown through a window and it kills them, whereas in this scene people get thro- thrown through a window and it's like ah, no big deal. Fucking yeah. dust off and keep fighting. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that because after they beat the shit out of them and they go to see. Uh, the uh, Bengazera, and they tell him uh-huh. he screwed up. Bengazera beats the crap out of that one guy. I'm like, he's an old man. If he's <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that guy should be like, oh, ow. Like, I mean, like, why did he knock him? How did he knock him out? He's like, you're know. soft. <laughs> you're soft. It would have been way him. better if Frank Langella played uh, Bengazera. Oh my god, yeah. You know, yep. because that I would have believed. You know yeah, what I mean? Or James Con, like someone like that. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Yeah. You need a real, true, crazy person like playing that yeah. part. But yeah, I, that that didn't work for me. I didn't understand. I was like, they're afraid of this guy. Why are they afraid of him? Is it just because yeah. of money and the smallest gun ever? He brings a small gun around. Dude, he rules the town. He's bringing J.C. Pennies. Oh and then he would, but that's like that one scene ends after they beat the shit out of each other. Patrick Swayze and the guy with the pool cue where he fires his gun because Patrick Swayze may win, so let's stop this shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I think it, it escalates. So I can't remember. That point is, yeah, because fucking um, his buddy, uh, Wade Garrett, is already there at that point, right? Because he ties his hair up knowing that a fight's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that wait, they end that shit. He fires the gun. And like, what, what the hell happens after that? I can't remember. There's some kind of like pissed There's off some... scene where maybe he oh i think that's when he starts punching all fucking training and he yeah. shows up and says it's time to move on bro let's go like and he's yeah. like oh i love this town i've lived in two weeks yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like his friends like his friend knew it was time to go like yeah, he like, survived that fight place. let's like get yeah, the, fuck, get out the fuck out of here the funny part yeah. was like that was when i was like oh patrick swayze like a rocky style uh montage here because yeah. like a rocky style like workout montage because they really messed up. There should have been one montage, something, some sort of montage, and that was it. I think that would have been great because he's climbing a rope. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like It was like when you watch Rocky Four, where he's like lifting the fucking thing. Oh, yeah, that was probably the barn they used in yeah. Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. pulling the rocks up and doing like, yeah. lifts the rocks. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and he climbs a 20,000-foot mountain. Like, <laughs> you got to descend that mountain now, bro. Like, you're dead. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's no way you yeah, did fun. all that and then fought the next day. No. 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 Oh, no. But, um, so, so Dalton doesn't so, listen to him. How's it? Yes, yeah, so he, he tells him to go fuck himself, basically. He's going to leave. And that not that when he gets the phone call from Wesley at that point? Yeah, and Wesley says, turns into, like, someone. a joker. Like, kind <laughs> yeah. of like the joker's, like, uh, question, like, her or him like basically like who do you love the most like who do you choose her or him yeah and like but then he still gets dressed and goes to work right like because isn't he at the bar then when when uh when he like he first walks in and has his ass kicked so he's like freshly dressed so like pick one he's like "Ah, maybe i'll just get dressed and go to work and then think (laughs) about this (laughs) but then like there's no boss nobody's there nobody's at work and then what's his name shows up and he's like 
got his ass kicked. And he's like, have a beer and we'll leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have a beer. We got to go. And he goes and to then, the doc. He goes to the hospital. She's looking at x-rays of what the fuck was going on there. Those like, I was like, and then she, he's like, we're going to go. But you see, we skipped what happened here. She doesn't want to go because he just tore that guy's throat out. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot shit. about forgot that. He kills the guy that. first. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. We that's what that kind of That's thing. what kind of kicks this all off is they blow up the guy's house after they pull up Red's thing. Yeah. First yeah. of all, so when they he blow up- that guy, he's wearing like Christmas style, like like pajamas, like a onesie, onesie. with a flap in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's Yosemite Sam or something. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is that the doctor's like totally fine until like the fighting's happening. Yeah. Of course, like Patrick Swayze can run after a man who's on a motorcycle. <laughs> jump him off the motorcycle. Jump him <laughs> off the motorcycle. Amazing. Amazing scene. <laughs> like that shit was like a Fast and the Furious yeah. scene. Like I rewound like that. only that shit can only happen in Fast and the Furious now. Like jumping thing. Like I didn't realize that Patrick Swayze could do it as well. You know, yeah, Ben yeah. Diesel only can do that. But nope, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. The then he's, he's fighting this guy and like he's getting his ass kicked. I mean, ass he's kicked. getting his ass kicked. And I'm thinking, like, doesn't Kelly Lynch see any of this? Like, she sees what's <laughs> going on, right? Like, unbelievable. She gets so upset for somebody that, like, just watched her man get, like, destroyed and a house gets blown up. And, and almost she gets yeah. all upset because, like, he rips out this dude's throat. Like, come on. This guy she's really down three days rips out someone's throat. Dude, first of all, when that when that when that part comes up, I was like, "Wait, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah." They just have him grab this guy's jugular. And also, it felt like it happened early in the movie. Like from just watching this in the past, I always felt like that was like right near the end. And I feel like there's still like half an hour of the movie left after. There's so much more. This is like point break. That's where it should have ended. Like yeah, yeah. like that like, should like there should have been one more scene after that the culmination, but it's like you know he, he tells them that he used to fuck guys in prison like him, and then they get in the fight, and then he rips his fucking throat out with his bare hands. Which how do you do that? Does Patrick Swayze not cut his nails? Like is, is, is he kick in? Like I don't know how it works, dude. I don't know because like I'm telling you, he's a superhero. He was Wolverine, or like uh, who was the guy that was Wolverine's like arch like exactly. Sabretooth, <laughs> which could never. I mean, he. I feel like Sabretooth could not, you know, be inconspicuous either. I mean, he really got screwed on the mutant side of that. Like, he was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> what the fuck? Didn't, didn't Liev Schreiber play him in one of the films? Yes. Yeah. 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 He did. But yo, dude, like, so he rips this guy's throat out. The doctor he, runs he over to save him. the guy's life. Like, she has He's not dead, bro. Like. <laughs> Dude, you're dating a bouncer. Like, <laughs> this is what he does. Yeah, but 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 she gets angry at him. I know. And I pulled a gun on him, and yeah, yeah. And just him. blew up a house to try and murder someone. Like, yeah. How dare you kill this attempted murderer? How dare you dare <laughs> fuck terrorist. yourself? The guy's how, a terrorist. How dare you save my life? Yeah. How <laughs> dare you save my life? How dare you then defend yourself? The guy pulled a gun on you. You have to, you know fatality him i mean it literally was like mortal combat was, yeah you're right it was literally it was literally that mortal combat did, you, did he hold it did he like no nah, i think been he, crazy. Just, he fell down like uh the only thing that was missing like like if scorsese had directed this movie he would have done it and like blood would have shot out 12 feet like you know like 
Unnecessarily. Eat it like (laughs) (laughs) the zombie movie. Fatality, and then he just drops in the water, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she runs away. It's just like, did you not see what was going on here? Did Wesley watch this whole thing? That's what it seemed like. Because then, because then uh, you had Dalton throwing the body, screaming Wesley, which reminded me of when Rocky screaming Drago in the top of the mountain, like you know, but only he's here. He's floating a body across the river. was an amazing scene. I love that because Patrick Swayze is all cool and collected. And then just like in Point Break, he just starts yeah. screaming. He's like, <laughs> and he like pushes the body across the lake and it floats <laughs> all across. I'm just like, yo. Dude, that was, Dan, I was thinking part. the same thing. Like this is this is the this is the part where he loses all thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in Point Break. And like the plan just goes awry and he loses everyone. Basically, he lost his best friend because he wasn't thinking like they yeah. should have just left after that. Well, like, he he didn't lose his friend until after that because he ripped. Well, it that's what I'm saying. Out. This lo- goes to work. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like he kills this dude screaming. Wesley goes to work, doesn't leave town because he thinks he's better than everybody. I don't know why he doesn't leave town after this. And then his best, he lost his best friend's life over this. Yeah, he yeah. totally should have just let the doctor get killed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or just, to, yeah. Like, or why not? Why are you, why are you going into the doctor and then coming back to the bar? Why wouldn't you just. Yeah, why didn't he bring his friend with him? He has a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, it's like, stay here, have a beer. It's just like. like why don't you throw him in the back of the car and leave? Yeah, the only reason a- why I was thinking is that he needed to get paid. Well, like yeah. one of those, like, oh, we need this last payday to get the hell out of here. But the boss was so yeah. terrible. You didn't see the boss until the end, who finally does something at the end. Well, I mean, he sucks. I mean, all the people in this town are garbage. I think man. he even shoots Wesley with while still holding like a whiskey glass. Like, the guy <laughs> always had a whiskey glass. <laughs> I love how he wore a bolo tie in the beginning. Like, rich people wear bolo ties. Yeah. yeah. So. So now he loses his friend. And that's when he really loses his shit. Yeah. yeah. And now he's going after Wesley. Yep. He doesn't modify his car like any weird movie would. You would no, think. but the car scene where he blows up the fucking Mercedes. <clears throat> yeah, where he insane. just puts the, puts the brake down. the knife. Everyone yeah. shoots. Yeah, because he, he pulls the knife out of, out of Garrett and yeah. he shoves it in the thing. And yeah, yeah, everyone's shooting it and firing it up, you know. Destroys well, he's sneaking one onto car. the property like a ninja. Why Total. is he bringing the Mercedes? Why not bring the shit car that like everybody's been beating up this whole time? That's a good point, Manny. I never probably got exploded in that gigantic explosion. What? Didn't the red explosion or the the one at the house? I don't know. Maybe the car just as he didn't change the tires again after like the like the last time they fucked his car. <laughs> up. He's like, I guess I got to sacrifice the Mercedes. Yeah, but he totally like over the tops it driving the car like when Stallone drove the truck straight straight through the mansion. Yeah, yep. Drives uh, through the thing, finally yeah. gets to Wesley in like why we have to go into a hunting scene. Scene. Well, first so he, he murders everyone there. Everybody. Everyone. I mean, he he murders everyone except the fat guy. There's eight people that die in this. He predators movie. everybody. He's just like yeah. That's that's the be. body count. I loved it. That's it? Eight? All right. Eight. I thought it'd be more than that. So did I. I love that part, though. It was great. Yeah, he's like a ninja. He's like fucking, you know, SEAL Team 6 murdering everyone. And then the fat guy, because uh, he's clearly there just for comic relief, has the yeah. fucking polar bear fall on him. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. He unloads a gun and it's like obviously stuffed polar bears. Like, what the fuck? I thought he died. I was like, oh, I guess that's how they kill him. <laughs> I like, thought he right. died too until the end when he's like, a polar bear fell on me. Like, yeah. That was, the, yeah. And the guy's like, name was it. Tigger. Yes. Like, I didn't know half these characters had names at Dude, all. Everybody knows everybody and forgives people very quickly. Like, there are totally, people live in this town. <laughs> they were totally fine with Tigger. Like, when he like throws the gun, they're like, Tigger, you see anything? He's like, I didn't see anything. And they're like, all right. And like, totally fine. Like, dude was just about to kill you. You missed the uh, scene after this film when they brought him out back and shot him like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like Miller's Crossing where he like chokes him with his scarf. Like, no, <laughs> to take him out. To the- so at the end of this movie, they're still living there. He didn't leave town. Well, wait. Well, let's, first, let's talk about the Brad Wesley scene, like yeah, that last one. Yeah, we can't okay. not like talk about this death scene, which is like ridiculous, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's really stupid. The fight it. we're all waiting for, Patrick <laughs> yeah. versus Ben Gazzara. Like, it's, what is this? Like, it was this just... is why I agree, Bill. That the movie should have ended after the big fighting scene that happened when he pull, he pulled this guy's throat out. Yeah, like yeah, that was the badass. Mother- to fight and now it's like you said Pico it's like 60 year old Bang Dazar gonna fucking fight hand and like of course he's gonna fucking get the shit out of him you know yeah but and it was even like you knew you're watching he's firing shots at him like you know like okay this is ridiculous like Patrick Swayze is fucking a superhero who doesn't die he is Vin Diesel of that time you remember in Con Air when Nicolas Cage gets shot and not, he doesn't flinch and he just keeps walking forward to the front of the plane? Adrenaline. Yeah, this is like this. Like he gets shot by Ben. I don't Gazzara. remember how this. I don't remember this scene now. Like <laughs> they're in. I know that they're in the. I know that they're in the uh, hunting lot. The hunting yes. like stuffed animal like everywhere. Weird. Hey, what is he saying to him? He's saying like we could team up time. now. Or something like we should. Oh, talk does about. he say that? Oh yeah. A team of what? You blew yes. everything up. <laughs> what do you need a contractor now to rebuild? He doesn't own a bar. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, the bar should blow up. I'm surprised the bar didn't explode. Well, it's because he lost his pet. Whatever that was. That guy's name Jimmy. Was that what it was? He, yeah. So he needs to do uh, martial art pet, and Dalton is clearly who he is on. Yeah, Ben is like then that. Fight like, theme is so stupid. Of course, he gets the upper hand on Dalton. And then out of nowhere are these fucking four old guys with fucking <laughs> shotguns. They're just shooting him. Those are the guys oh, that were God. like in town that only decided to start yeah. standing up against finally. the millionaire. Finally, when well, Dalton because Dalton is awesome. That's why. Clearly, it's all because of Dalton. Dalton gave them the uh, the inspiration to stand up for themselves. Well, but, but I will give that. I will give Ben Gazzara credit because he takes like three 12 gauge shotgun full on oh. shots to the chest. Before he falls down, <laughs> bro. I was just like, because they have to make it look like he's like indestructible because he's like an old man. So they're like, we have to somehow make the killing scene of Ben Gazzara really sensational because, you know, first of all, it looked like at some point Patrick Swayze was gonna, you know, fatality him as well. Like he had him, yep. and he was like, "I'm gonna rip his throat out." I'm like, so this is his move. Like God, that Kelly Lynch comes in, and he feels bad about it, so he lets him go. Right? Is yeah. that how it happened? Yeah, and then he pulled. Yeah, it's just like, dude, Temple of Doom, this motherfucker. Like, just like get this fucking guy. <laughs> and he's like, pull that throat right out. But yeah. Kelly was like, no. 
he stops. And of course, what happens? Bengazera pulls a gun on him. Thank God. I guess these three guys were watching the whole time. Like, how long Just were they waiting. standing? Yeah, there? what was that? When were that they going to kill him? Like, shoot him now. Did that scene when he was a when he was about to. It reminds of um, Karate Kid Two when he's oh, like, Miyagi never die. die, never die, and he's like. After he, th- he throws the, the racist slur at Mr. Yagi in the beginning of Karate Kid 2, which is yeah. so awkward. Oh, dude. And then everyone is doing that drum thing, like, like, and that dance. Yeah, like, yeah. What the They're fuck? Like, the cops show up right after, you know, they take the guns, go away, and the cops like, what happened here where there's 10 fucking dead people? And they're like, <laughs> didn't see nothing. You see anything? And I'm like, dude. There's a fucking, you know, a morgue full of bodies here. I don't think that excuse is going to fly. Are these cops from this town or another town? I think oh, they're, they're this town. Don't they say earlier that Ben Gazzara has him in his pocket? Yes. Yeah. It was just a weird scene. And they shot the him. The cops were like just happy he was fucking dead. They shot him like they shot Sonny, like Sonny Corleone in like yeah. Godfather 1. I was just like, holy fuck. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, uh, you know that in Roadhouse Two, Last Call, he's a DEA agent. No, it says that the the character of Dalton Patrick Swayze was, who does not appear, is said to have died, shot dead before the following film events take place. Oh God, really? Ben Gazzara's nephew? <laughs> yeah, well, like Godfather Three. Oh, it says the the sequel features just a handful of references to Dalton. But the central character is Dalton's son as an adult. Yeah, listen to this. The plot is DEA agent Shane Tanner is the son of a legendary cooler named James Dalton. So <laughs> different. I already like Jesus. That's terrible. Nate Tanner is Shane's uncle and the owner of the Black Pelican, a bar located in Nate's new permanent home of Tyree, Louisiana. Nate gets a call from his rival who is nicknamed Wild Bill, the former Black Pelican cooler who has been trying to steal it from Nate. Wild his rival? Bill, dude, this is Wild Bill asks Nate to meet him at a pier, supposedly to discuss a truce. This is like ridiculous. At the end, it is revealed that Victor had wanted Shane dead for a drug bust. Shit. Oh my God. Dude, this whole thing is ridiculous. He's a DEA agent. Do you know that Dalton doesn't strike anybody until 26 minutes into the film? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dalton's rule of bouncing goes like this, Billy. Never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And be nice. Yeah. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. Yeah, be until nice it's until time it's not, yeah. to rip someone's fucking throat out. Throat out. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the uh, Family Guy episode where they reference Roadhouse, where Peter yeah. Griffin just starts screaming Roadhouse and kicking people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally ridiculous. Oh, my God. He's like, Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. I mean, this whole movie is uh, absolutely ridiculous. Patrick Swayze actually jumped. Did that jumping scene where he took he took what's his name off the bike? What? Yeah. Can, this is what I mean. I just want to say that, like, as cheesy as these, this movie is, and as cheesy as most of the movies are in the '80s, and especially the movies that Patrick Swayze has been in, he is one of the greatest actors. He may be. He's amazing doing all the stunts, doing the skydiving. Oh, he's a badass crazy. motherfucker, dude. It's the '80s. Like when we look back at those movies, or even the '90s, it's like. Those are the movies coming out. So it's like, 
the people that were in them weren't doing bad. Jo- I mean, there are some people doing a really bad job, but I mean, like he didn't do a bad job. I mean, he took what was garbage lines and made a character that we all cared about. I cared about at least, but like, it was yeah. just like, unbelievable. I thought it was like fucking awesome. Dude. I have to do this last fact before we get into the final test of this. Well, thing. We have to talk about the final scene. Cause there's Hold no on. To talk about the final scene. Marshall, <laughs> which plays Jimmy initially didn't get along with Patrick Dalton. But while filming their big fight, both men quickly realized they shared a dedication and realistic stunts, which (laughs) (laughs) improved their relationship. They developed such a mutual trust that they improvised a lot and allowed each other to throw real punches and kicks. When Jimmy swings a log at Dalton, Tegan mistakenly thought it was a breakable prop. (laughs) No way! Swayze was covered in bruises, two broken ribs and a bruised knee. Oh, oh my god. my god, dude, that's fucked up. This is dude. why this man missed being in Tango and Cash, which is but, great because that was a flop. Dude, I, I found this thing where it says facts you didn't know about Roadhouse, the most ridiculous '80s movie, and it says this <laughs> that uh, it says according to Kelly Lynch, whenever Bill Murray sees the yeah. movie on TV, uh, he calls her husband Mitch Glazer to tease him about her sex scene with Patrick Swayze. Dude, what a creep. That is the creepiest shit I've ever heard. Creepy. <laughs> that is oh, so ridiculous. So funny. Like, that means you, at some point he's like looking for that. Like, come on, bro. Like, get. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Rod Harrington, the director, he wanted to show uh, Dalton still had to do regular things like laundry. <laughs> <laughs> why? That's what like, he called the thing, the person from the laundromat. Like, why do we care that he does laundry? Like, he's, I assume- not, he's not a normal person. No, no, he's a killer. He rips a dude's fucking jugular out. And he does it it's all. Amazing. Wearing pleated pants all the yep, time you're right. and no you're underwear right. ever. Yeah, what kind of shoes does he have on? I don't know, but maybe he's not even wearing socks. No, he's <laughs> no undergarments. But he wears no undergarments at all. But in that sex scene with Kelly Lynch, he's wearing a sweater vest. Uh, yeah, I know that was bothering me too. I was like, <laughs> dude, he's like way too cool to be wearing that. What's going on here? This doesn't make any sense. What is going on? Like that that bothered me exactly. I was just like Yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, you have a character who shows his ass, who is wearing jeans with no underwear, who rips throats out, who's like the coolest guy, and then you put him in a sweater vest right before like the sexy like what what is this? Like <laughs> the female character that like brings him the coffee and gross sandwich in the beginning and sees his ass, they like write her right out of the film. Yeah. She, yeah, she she's gone after she was only yeah. there to warn him. Like she's the one that told him about Wesley. Like she's yeah. like, Oh, you don't understand. That was Wesley's nephew. Yeah. And that's when he was start he started to like dig around on who Wesley was. Yeah. Do you remember? I forgot to bring this up earlier, but do you remember the point where um when Wesley beats the shit out of that guy for like you know fucking up or whatever, and you see Brad Wesley's boots and they look like women's boots? <laughs> do you remember that scene? Yeah. I was like, why is he wearing women's boots? What's going on? You look like he was dressed to go like in a retirement community in like yeah. Florida. Like he looked like he should be in, like what? Because he's like seventy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's supposed to be fighting Patrick Swayze. Beating the shit out of this guy. Get the fuck out of here. Like, Patrick Swayze, before that, ripped the guy's throat out. Ben Gazzara's gonna stop him? Fuck out of here. Oh, how, does it, how does it end? 
There was what's the last scene? How does it so, end? So they off him. Everyone says, "I didn't see nothing." And we have a big laugh, and then they <laughs> cut to they cut to them frolicking naked in the river. Dude, oh, yes. it's not even frolicking. Kelly Lynch is so the river where the guy was floating and dead with his jugular yeah. hanging out. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. But what's funny is Patrick Swayze, like, <laughs> jets it. Like, he's running full speed at the water and dives yeah. naked into the water. And I'm like, why is this the end scene of this film? Like, and then they're naked. And I'm like, what? What? I mean, it's like that weird scene in Caddyshack where, like, Chevy Chase has the woman come to his house and she slides down the water slide with no top on. But it's like weird random nudity that doesn't make yeah, sense it's the it's the tits quota from 80s movies they need to yes. hit it or they can't they can't go live yeah <laughs> well do you i don't know if you guys notice this but do you notice that in the end of the film in that scene that cody is on the bank playing the guitar while they're frolicking naked in the water no <laughs> is that who's on there i was trying to see if are you serious <laughs> so jeff healy they get this blind guy to play the guitar while he's naked no he's not <laughs> Cody, the blind guy. No way. Oh, my God. Do I still have it up? Oh, my God, I do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, <laughs> hold on a second. Okay. Because if it is, I will lose my mind. I think it's him. Okay, so here's here's Jeff Healy <laughs> playing. And then, okay, here we go. Yeah, it is. I gotta rewind it again because the scene before that he's in the bar playing and then the next scene he's playing on the bank while they're oh my god no it's totally him it's gotta be oh my god it's him that is so weird Right? who's like all right they're gonna swim naked and we'll have jeff healy on the banks playing yeah. the guitar yeah yeah patrick swayze is gonna run by you Buck naked and dive into this lake, like you know. Oh my god! They're like, oh, don't worry, you can't see anything. You can certainly hear things. Dude, they, <laughs> they totally abuse this, like Jeff Healy and his blindness. This entire movie. I mean, his music does make the movie better, though. I, I enjoy the soundtrack that he's playing. Oh yeah, no, you know? he's good in it. Yeah, yeah. No, and his stage was- gets so much better for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was so funny as the movie, as like the bar was getting nicer, the stage was getting nicer, and it's like, oh, let's take the chicken wire down now. I guess like it's safe. Yeah, to and then they put the- like green carpet. It looked like it was- yeah. people were still getting the shit kicked out of them at the bar, though. So they may have been a little premature. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh my god, this scene is so weird. Oh, and Patrick says he dunks Kelly Lynn. Oh my god. And then they all have leeches all over them because that river looks nasty as fuck too. Yeah, don't be in this lake. Or whatever, oh. whatever it is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big river or lake swimming fan. <laughs> the funny part is Jeff Healy plays slide electric guitar. That means he's playing on the bank without an amplifier. No one hears that. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly doesn't have headphones on. This is the '80s, so it's just, you know. he's just up there like plucking away and like you know. Uh. <laughs> All you hear is the splashing of those two having sex in the. In yeah, the he's river. probably like he's probably said Dalton? Dalton. Dalton, is that you? Dalton, Are we going oh, to the next town? Maybe okay. he's hanging out with a farmer. <laughs> Can you please put me inside? Oh, oh yeah, no where's house. the farmer? Building a new they house. They build the farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, God damn. We're here. We're at the end. Who's going first? I mean, I don't know. Billy, I'm going to let you go first. You're the guest. 
So, I, so, so all right. So th- this is the one part I'm not clear on. So I have to say, if it passes the nostalgia <laughs> test. <laughs> so here's the thing. Something could be nostalgic where mm-hmm. it makes you just think about it. It makes you re- remember all the times that you had. And it's good when you watch it because it's just making you yeah, yeah. then. But to truly pass the nostalgia test, it has, has to, to be actually like good be good now. Yeah, not, like, yeah. Not like you like, have to think of like, I think it's good and you'd watch it and have other people watch it. Yeah, yeah. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles passed the nostalgia test because it's a movie that's just so, it's still fucking good. I mean, that's yeah. the most successful independent film of all time. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Totally independent. So like, like Cocktail passed it for me because yeah. I yeah. just love it so much. Point Break happen. passed it for the both of us. Both of us. Yeah. So. Which I don't know if it's like that's it totally it's hard, I mean, man. Ah, fuck. This it's is hard. all up to you, man. It's yeah. it's your thing. So so it's it's just how you or like if you watch it, like if you're looking at it, am I supposed to look at this objectively? I guess is my real question. Uh, I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. It's a podcast that we're making up. So <laughs> yeah, mean, like, the episode we're gonna fair, release fair the, enough, episode that, the episode that from last week that if everyone's heard it already. Um, that's already been released on cartoon theme songs. I mean, like, how do you even make that one? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Well, I'm going to yeah. say for me, I- I'm going to go ahead because, you know, I- I'm going to judge it based on this. Like, there are certain movies that you remember watching growing up and you watch them now and you're like, how the fuck did I ever like that? That movie is shit, you know? Um, like this Killer movie Clowns is- from Outer Space? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, this movie is not that for me. I still thoroughly enjoyed watching it when I watched it last week. So for me, I'm going to say it passed the nostalgia test. Like, I know it's not a good film. I know it's ridiculous, um, but it, it still entertains me today. It's not like it's a memory that I had in the past where it was good at the time and it was what it was. To me, it's still entertaining for what it is nowadays. I don't take it seriously. It's, mm. the, you know, I'm not comparing it to The Godfather or Goodfellas or like some quality film, like, but it's <laughs> yeah. still, to me, it's still entertaining as fuck. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, pass the nostalgia test for All me. All right. All right. Manny? Do um, to- I don't know. It's, it's hard for me. Like, again, doing this, the, the podcast and like one when i'm talking to you guys like i want to say i hate this movie uh because when i was watching it i was like this fucking movie is terrible but then like i think about why i like other movies and i'm like why didn't i like this movie as much as other movies but i didn't really to be honest the first time like i said before like first time i watched the full movie i've yeah. only seen parts of this movie and so maybe that's why it wasn't like so nostalgic to me because like the yeah. only reason why it's, it's even nostalgic in a way is that i remember so many other people liking it and i was like it must have been great and i was watching it, and i'm like this movie isn't fucking great so no it's definitely not good for now but no. it does like after talking about it it has like the classic 80s everything about it it's an 80s like action film i guess i i'd have if i put it to like i'm gonna try to put it towards like <laughs> against if i put it against point break it's just as bad good as Point Break. Like, it's Patrick Swayze. It, it, there's just so much about it that you're like, wow. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, the movie made no sense whatsoever. The plot line is the simplest plot line ever. Like, dudes are cooler, beats the shit out of these people, done. <laughs> like, there is no story, like you said, like, Cocktail tried to be, like, this love story and this guy trying to make it, basically yeah. open up on Fridays. But this is there is no story like the storyline is nothing like it doesn't matter. It, it could have been 
that he his revenge was on the rich guy could have been that his revenge was another guy that like he beat the shit out of one time like yeah. it didn't matter like the the whole point was is patrick swayze is a, a tough ass cooler like yeah. so i would say ah damn it do i say it passes though it passes but not with flying colors but it it passes. Uh, it just passes. Five. It passes with neon colors. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, right. in the, I'm in the same boat as Manny. Where like I've seen bits and pieces of this movie. I've never saw it all in one sitting. I think of it this way: that if Patrick Swayze wasn't in this film, then there'd be a real problem. Do you know, you like wouldn't the, have been made. I'd be done. No, yeah. I'd Patrick be done. Swayze. He is amazing at this. He's amazing. Uh, same thing when I watched Point Break. Like, I watched Point Break. I'm like, Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves just, like, do something, like, as a duo in this film, right? It's a garbage film, but it's just so good, and it was entertaining. And I think also with this movie, much like Point Break, like, there's a, fuck it, we're doing a two-hour fucking drama action film. And yeah. we're doing that. And it's it's got comedy in it because the one-liners are funny, like Point Break. Yeah. But that's not funny about this film. You know, no. funny. it's an action film. It's action drama. Like, we were talking about this once before, Manny, with Point Break, basically, that, like, now with action mo- movies, there's got to be comedy. There's always weird, yeah. like, comedy. Here, it's just, like, there's not comedy. It's just, like, one-liners that are fucking awesome. Well, I think it was, like, what Billy said. Like, this movie didn't want to laugh at itself. No. Like, this no. movie no, was, they were like... They are taking it deadly serious. Yeah, yeah. they are like, yo, we're making a fighting movie. That yeah. like this is some dude who gets into a lot, you know, big yeah. fight. It's a serious movie. This is there's no joking around, and yeah. it's about a guy who fucking terrorizes his own neighborhood, like, yeah. and a dude who's gonna stand up for against him. It's not like a joke. None no. of this is, you know, none of this is trying to be funny at all. And yeah. that's so. what makes it so entertaining. Like I, I would argue, you mentioned this, Manny, is that you know, uh, they got the good bad movie i would argue this is the best bad movie of all time like in oh, my, i think a lot of people agree with you i know, think like, it's been like, like it's, awarded it's a that terrible film but it's the best terrible film ever made <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like this movie and point break we keep here like are, to me like right there with each other i would agree i would agree oh, with yeah. that so yeah. like, to me like i think this movie passes the nostalgia test i think roadhouse is so much part of like the of american cinema in that way that it's like a bad film but people are just like road if you say you know it's almost like you know billy like when we used to you know, walk around and be like slayer and someone yeah, out yeah. of the slayer yeah like roadhouse is almost like that like it's somewhat, yep. something that everyone always talks about in some way culturally mm-hmm. like it's significant in a lot of different ways and patrick swayze is just awesome to watch yep. i mean he does this thing where like when he stares and it's like he's not staring at the camera and he's not staring at any characters. He's like uh, staring to the side. The fiery talking. stare. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. He's just like doing this thing. And like, he I, glows. Totally. <laughs> I mean, he totally glows. Uh, but I, I would say this passes a nostalgia test. I mean, Roadhouse is, I was, I'm so happy we did this episode. Like, in that watching, the, I was been able to finally watch this movie in one, in like a single. Yeah, scene. me too. Yeah, I, I want to thank you, Billy, for that because yeah. I was oh, like, I'm glad I, I was suggested. like, I never. And yeah, I remember you when we were texting. You were like, <laughs> you like, you welcome for the gem or something like that. You said it's a gem. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, 
it's like, so it's the culmination to me of like I said, it's eighty nine. It's the end of the eighties. Yeah. It's the culmination of every ridiculous trope you saw in an eighties movie in one film. You know, oh, yeah. But with yeah. good like with Patrick Swayze, who's a good actor. The rest of the acting for the most part shit. But like he's so amazing, he carries the film. You know. Oh yeah. It's just every ridiculous eighties trope in one movie. Like it's it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he he, and that's the thing. And because he's so serious. Like yeah. it, it, it makes the film. If he was like, like, if he was like trying, and he acts the shit out of this movie. I mean, it's nope. like there's not. He doesn't let up. Everything he, every one liner he delivers like well. <laughs> like unlike a Cobra, where like Stallone <laughs> delivers one liners. It's yeah, like, they're, they're it's like, cheesy as fuck. Da, da, da. You're talking about two different type of actors. Though, Still like. an entertaining movie. Don't get oh, me wrong, wow. but not on yeah. the same level. <laughs> Uh, Cobra is like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That last... movie's weird as shit, dude, with the serial yeah. killer going around. Yeah. yeah Did you yeah. ever see um, Last Action Hero? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. dude yeah. yeah. That movie is crazy good just because that is like. People hate meta. that movie. I love that movie. That movie's, I, somebody told me, like, oh, how cheesy it is. I was like, that's the whole point of the movie. It's yeah. supposed to make fun of cheesy movies. Yeah. Like, action it's a joke. Films. Yeah. It's making yeah. fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger in. And I was in your movie. Yeah. Like, and it's got the good old Megadeth song for the intro. Yeah, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And I just want to give it up for Jeff Healy again. I yeah. Mean, he was great. Soundtrack. The soundtrack was great, man. That's like, yeah. to me, like, that's like that, you know, like Southern rock, blues feel. Like, you expect to, like, he brought it home. Like, when you walk into that bar and you hear that music playing, you're like, all right, if this bar existed, because I don't think it actually fucking does anywhere, this is the kind of music that would be playing here. You know, like, you would hope this that fits. this bar does not exist somewhere. Jesus Christ, I hope not. <laughs> Manny, remember when we were in Louisiana, uh, New oh, Orleans, and we went I knew to that you were bar about to say this. off of Bourbon Street? We were walking yeah. down an alley, like yeah. walking down that alley and being like, I don't think we should be walking down this alley. Yeah. And we sat at this bar and had some drinks, and I was like, did not feel safe at all. Oh yeah. Day. I was just like, you can get the remember we did karaoke in a bar too. Yeah, <laughs> no, it looked like I, I like it was just dark and like oh, it was, it was a sh- shady bar. I was also going to say like this is a bar that you would have seen in like World Wall Drug. <laughs> it was you the know? bar we went to in Wall Drug. Yeah, literally, like that shit was crazy. It was like one dollar beers, and you're like, like two dollar fifty cent Jack and Cokes, and like oh, were you oh drinking? Oh, it was crazy. We were playing pool all night, and the locals or whoever they were just kept watching us, and like we were just. Like, oh, I was, I was, <laughs> it was your birthday too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's kind of what it was like. Uh, yeah. And Bill, I think it did get awarded for like bad. Gr- Best Most enjoyable bad movies bad to watch. Yeah. Nice, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I love movies like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> Dude, I watched uh, Kindergarten Cop like, oh, a couple so months good. ago, and I was like, "That movie is so good." On how bad oh, it's amazing. It like, are you guys done Commando movie. yet? Because that's also a good. No, bad. no. We have- you should yeah. do like you said. You should do a Stallone one. You should do a Schwarzenegger one too, because yeah. you can't just pick one movie like this. They're all like you know. Uh, hey everyone, thanks for thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for uh, listening to this amazing episode, Billy. Thanks for being here. Um, thanks it, for having me. Love to hear everyone's thoughts on Roadhouse. Like, what were your favorite parts of the movie? Like, did we forget anything? Did we get it right? Follow, subscribe, rate the podcast, review the podcast, and join the mailing list. You know, let's uh, we're starting or we're starting a nostalgia revolution here, people. So we need your help. Share it. With Do me. you think they should reboot anything from the eighties and nineties? Never again. Never again.
answer. You no. Know. No. No. <laughs> the answer, no. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.